Okay. Yeah. Watch me pull up on the curb. See him, don't say a word. Niggas so see through, and I am too lethal, so I don't throw bad at these birds. I got some money to burn. Still, I got money to earn. And if they don't know at this point, I'm the illest. Let this be the day that they learn. Yo, master class of this rap shit. You bastards sounded like sophomores. I'm coming back with that classic. Like little Kim in that hardcore. Just came up out of New York. Came to get you that work. Came this way to bring the pain again. Leave you niggas all dead in the dirt. Uh, y'all in your mouth. I run up on these rappers. I clap them, attack them. They dead in the slump. I blast it to cap in the heat in Nevada and leave you. Was sleep in the bed in my trunk Who won it, who won it, who won it, who won it I run up 100 and leave niggas running Don't think that I won't just pull up the function The blast that he that you turn it ashes to dust Yes, I'ma fuck him up, trust Killing this shit is a must Niggas be talking too much I heard they reckless, they reckless And honestly, man, I had enough Y'all talk I'm out like Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, what I do, man, it can't be described From Soho to 7 to 5, Friday I make an environment, they can survive Yes, I am keeping it live, man, I am keeping it hype Bitch, man, I'm keeping it vibe Man, I'm killing my, burning my, bullet, my, breaking my, getting my sight oh, Shit, no, I don't think I got any more in me, baby Now I am That was fucking dope It was good It was pretty nice I like it yeah, it gets me all fired up, just like uh, our intro song. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to start fucking shit up. Up in the mix, special end of the year edition coming to you hot from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, aka the Truth, aka the Super Nicest, aka the Nar Mr. R. And as always, I'm joined by the homies. This is uh, De La Foto, aka your favorite neighborhood Mexican, aka Ernesto, Captain Kulo, Mr. Brunch, the local also, that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the fuck did he get here? El hombre de la gente and the habitual line crosser. What up, what up? This is Kevin, aka Statman, aka the professor, aka Kendall Derek Palmer, only during a full moon, and also that handsome glass of water. 
Boom. Very look handsome. at he didn't he start handsome. out with no AKs. Yeah, and now, now he's look got at him. him. Now look at it. Getting up there. So we're joined this week. We got two special guests, fans Very of the special. show. Mm-hmm. Uh the Fred's first family, good. First up, we've got straight from New York. A- the, the the spit in the fire you were just listening mm-hmm. to, Mr. Frank Friday, aka Tell them who you are. Ba, 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 ba. Frank Friday, a.k.a. Evan Tyler, a.k.a. Rap Game Alexis Kobe. What's good? Oh, <laughs> what is good? And we are joined by one of our best friends. Yes. Uh, she's definitely sassy. Her words, not mine. <laughs> Monica Thompson, a.k.a. Moni Love. Moni. A.k.a. Buck Huntress. Ooh. <laughs> watch them watch them hoes out there. <laughs> you do kill it on Bug Hunter. Bug Hunter. Uh, she's uh, a professional oh Bug Hunter. Explain yeah. what that is. Explain for our guests mm. what that is. Because a lot of people don't know. Uh, so Buck Hunter, it's an arcade game that you can find at your local bar, public house, or flowing tide. Um, <laughs> where you shoot some electronic animals and you... Um, get some points. And I just went to the world championships mm-hmm. in November. What's what? Up? Nice. Got Came out with a little bit of cash. Got twelfth right? and two hundred bucks. So yeah. nice. not mad about place? it. What place? Twelfth. Twelfth out of. Uh, well, it was the women's tournament, so it was out of thirty-two. So twelfth in the world for women, not the bad. The world, nice in the world. The whole earth. The earth. The earth. Yep. <laughs> right here from the biggest little city, Reno, Nevada. And right here in the Honeycomb Hideout. Like, you know? You give me guys another two for one this week with <laughs> Evan and Monica. You guys yeah. don't even know. Mind blown. So, uh, yes, end of the year. Everyone hopefully had a great Christmas. We're sitting here looking at 2017 in the rear view. Looking at two thousand, I'm looking at 2018 like fucking Neil Ooh. looked at Agent Smith. Ooh, <laughs> like, come at me, dog. Come, come on, on. I like that. Hey, I like that. Yeah. Yes, but we're tonight isn't about 2018. It's about looking back at 2017 and all the best things. But first, how was everyone's Christmas? Everyone have a good Ooh, time? It was Christmas. I was in Vegas. Ooh, yeah, nice and warm. It was good. It was not as warm as I thought it was going to be. But warmer than here. Then? It was warmer than here. Yes. I too was in the desert of Phoenix. And also, it was not as warm as I hoped. I did not get to go swimming in a pool, which I feel is a very high bar. So but did you did you wear flip flops? I did wear flip flops. God damn mm. it, Sean! Without yeah, yeah, I just with wore... and without Why? socks. On my way down there, I wore I wore with socks, and I like the entire time I was like, oh, I wish. Just Monica PSA: could Men see should me. never wear flip flops or open toed shoes. I don't. Ever don't worry about it. In their entire Mm-mm. lives, you know. And I I usually don't like to you know I don't like to tell people what they can and can't wear, yeah. but I dead ass believe that. And Thank the thing you. is, I Thank sit you. on the subway sometimes, and if I see a guy like wearing flip-flops on the subway i'm like you know either this guy doesn't know what the hell is going on in the yeah. world at all or he's like truly truly a gully motherfucker it's and so it's gross. like you can't trust him because Especially it's like the like, subway so much shit happens in the well, subway exactly my mom this christmas <laughs> i was in las vegas too for the first time in a long time okay. and like my mom was like oh it's kind of warm and like you want to keep your feet covered like here's some flip-flops and i truly walked outside and just <laughs> Because you can't talk shit to mama. I don't you give a fuck. Yeah, it's, I yeah. wear flip flops. Yeah, exactly. Not very like, often. I'm not gonna run. I'm not gonna talk to. What do you mean not very often? You wore them all the time last summer. Yeah. Yeah, it's summertime. Like I don't mm-hmm. know. My feet get hot 
I don't. Uh, we, I love flip flops. Uh, what, what's the big deal? Why, why you guys not? are gross. Why? Am I why? Don't, Give me a reason. Why not? I don't wear because men should never expose yeah. their feet. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. It's just yeah. gender equality. Not standards. attractive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't shave my yeah. armpits, but still, men should never wear flip flops. Yeah. Well, hey, there. I think nobody should Agreed. wear flip flops in general. Agreed. You know, it's not necessarily like. Mm. So when I think about the feet exposure thing, my view on the whole matter is just like, <laughs> yo, the world is disgusting. And it's like, you know, and so for me, it's just like, and I know that a lot of people are like, oh, feet are gross, so you can do whatever the fuck you want with them. And it's like, your feet are gross, and you can do whatever the no, fuck yeah. you want. No, I take want. good ass care of my feet. I'm not saying you don't. I take, like, I have, like, like yeah. special and foot I, cream. What about, and, like, <laughs> fucking, like, I'm a, like, I, like, every time I get out of the shower, I pay my my feet get more attention than like my hands. I have special foot cream. It all starts from the base. No, feet. No, the base, right? Good foundation. Mm, yeah. So there is no fashionable flip flop anywhere on planet yeah. Earth. Anywhere. What about I'm not. What about I'm not claiming to be fashionable. Never. Never. No. Well, at right. the beach, you're not supposed to have shoes on, anyways, or I mean, anything. Like sorry. Two and from. I mean, like, this no, must yeah. be look. This must be the fucking one thirty-two, like hippie in me. I fucking am fine with flip flops or even or barefoot. Like if I'm at the fucking uh, beach, you live your life, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am. I obviously, it. I respect <laughs> it. Even though I don't, and I feel like because I'm black, I feel like because I'm black, I can get away. Like flying mm. down, I wear flip flops with high black socks. Oh dear God. You know that socks, is a though? classic look, yeah. even though I don't I love like it. Yeah. With, Adidas, with bas- like with ba- with fucking old school Adidas, basketball, yeah, old school with old school Adidas with matching fucking basketball shorts and a black T-shirt and a hoodie. That's you know, what I flew. I feel you. I mean, that's a good look for the. Okay. No, you the know, guy I- at the the guy <laughs> checking my shit was like. Uh. Those flip flops look super comfortable. Like he's like, look at you. You're dressed to travel. He's like, you're dressed to travel. And I was like, yeah, this is my first time traveling. You know, to be comfortable and cool. That's fine. You know. And the thing is, I think that you shouldn't wear flip flops in public. But I am like half naked every day of my life, so you don't need to fucking hear it. Like you don't need a lecture from me about it. I feel like we spent too much time on this topic. No more flip flops. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So yeah. uh, Yeah. No more flip flops. Sorry, Sean. I just don't apologize. That's your opinion. You're entitled sneakers to it. and no socks. Love for me. I'll just disregard <laughs> right. it. I thought so, of you though. Yeah. So, um, what's everyone? Oh yeah. So I, what well, I did Christmas. for Christmas, yeah. dude, I'm fucking lost already. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, Christmas, uh, stayed home, actually went to San Francisco. Um, what the Saturday before? Yeah. The Saturday before Christmas uh, Eve, 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 just to kind of like, cause Reno doesn't do Christmas that tight, you know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, you know, like, there's not that <laughs> much. Atmosphere, shots fired, shots yeah, fired. There's not that much. It's got the good like, atmosphere. Though. It's got the snowy conditions. Like, it's got the, you can make what you want. Snow. Snow. There was no fucking snow. It was cold though. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, cold, yeah, but there's no. Snow. Kevin, yeah. take the L. So, but yeah, so I went to, I went wow. to the city and went to San Francisco, uh, for the day with the tenderoni and, uh, yeah, we went to Union Square, saw like the. Christmas tree, uh, Macy's, how they got uh, little runaway dogs that they got from the fucking street, probably. And uh, <laughs> was like they put like homeless, they put like dogs from the shelter on display at Aww. Macy's. And like, I don't know if people buy them or what, Hopefully. but then, um, yeah. Adopt, you mean? Huh? Adopt? Yeah, but I don't know if you could know, adopt Macy's them for Macy's. Saying, Macy's probably yeah. sell Did shit. they say yeah. that you can adopt them? I have for no profit, clue. I don't go, sure. I don't, Maybe you should pay more attention. I don't go into a fucking Macy's. I shop oh. at boutiques. That's what I do. <laughs> so much disdain. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. they like the but Fairmont, the Fairmont uh, Hotel has a, uh, they have like a gingerbread house, like a two-story gingerbread house you could walk into and like. 
just like, I don't know, more Christmassy atmosphere. It was pretty fun. Then I bought myself some Christmas presents like I usually do. And What'd yeah. you buy? There it is. Oh, uh, myself? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> for Christmas, I bought myself a Polaroid camera, sneakers, some beanie. And what, are you, uh, what are you wearing today? My sneakers that I bought myself for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Nice. Those are hot. The, the camo? I like mm-hmm. it. They're fresh. Looks good. Camo. Um, coined I, I, I can't even see you. Camo coined by uh, my man, uh, Dallas Penn. Camouflage is the guy's version of leopard print. Mm. You like that? Is that a good or a bad thing? That's a good thing. I mean, sometimes it's not a good thing. But girls wear prints, you know? And then, so guys wear prints too, but it's usually a flannel or a camouflage. That's true. Mm -hmm. I got some camo uh, Calvin Klein's undies. Ooh. They're very nice. Damn, camouflaging the choke so no one could get at it, huh? Right. (laughs) Damn, Monica. It's like John Cena. Can't see me. Can't see me. Move in silence and violence, Mm -hmm. son. Bad boys. (laughs) All right. Bad Um, girls, too. Bad girls, too. Yeah. But, yeah, that was it. Uh, Christmas hung out with the family. Uh, Christmas Eve with the family. Christmas Day with the family, too. Nice. And that's it. You know, just the usual stuff for mom. Socks and underwear. You know, the stuff that are needed but not wanted. And, uh, yeah. Cool. I'm always ready to get a new pair of underwear or socks for Christmas. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, no, it's always good, but nice, like it's nice. not like what I want. Gotta be nice shit. Mm. Nice shit. Yeah. Well, mm. exactly. Definitely. But you know, because <laughs> the thing is, I like just always go and buy new socks and underwear. I, but then again, I've always been like kind of a sensible shopper. So I'm like, all right, I'm ready to buy new socks, new underwear, new like appliance for the kitchen, blah, blah, blah. And if somebody like can cut that like month long expense or something out of my account or like out of my like, mm-hmm. you know itinerary for the month and that's it helps yeah i do so i do it twice a year like jane like around christmas time i buy like new pairs like some new socks and new underwear and then i do it again like end of summertime so my uh my boyfriend needed some new undies really bad (laughs) so i took it upon myself to buy him him i did not buy him camo but Ah, i bought him new calvins Calvins. so i was like "Mm, that's like really hot online so and they're comfy. Oh, online. Bottom, bottom a couple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got so many socks this year to throw out, throw out like my entire sock collection and start over. No, that's like my awesome. Mom, they're li- it's so amazing. And they're quality, mm-hmm. good socks. Like, You're at that age. You need to start nice. doing that shit. Yeah. Oh, I should have. Oh, definitely. But my mom, bless her heart, she just had, like, had surgery, like had mm-hmm. a little bit of time. I think she just bought so many more socks and like didn't realize. Mm-hmm. How, how many different pair? types of socks yeah. do you got right now? About four different p- types. See? Long, you short. Got some wool, oh, long, yeah. short. Oh, dress, yeah. probably. Right. The dress. Yeah, I was looking dress at all my. Socks. I was looking at my entire drawers. Like, nope, I don't need these. Don't need these. Don't need. I throw about ten pairs. That's the key. Throw, oh, it was, it was all nice. you dudes listening. Throw that old shit yeah, away. You don't need Stop to keep it. Stop wearing the fucking <laughs> underwear with the holes in it. Stop wearing your fucking socks that are fucking done. It's like, not that expensive. You know what I do? Yeah, I, I use underwear. I've worn these. They get downgraded. Years. I use them for rags and shit before I throw them. No, away. that's what I do with Ladies the white tees. Ladies don't like mm-hmm. holes in the undies. Yeah. Holes in the socks mm-hmm. doesn't look on point. Yeah, you always have to have that keep like the crispy white tee. Keep it fresh. Crispy white tee every two to three months. Mm-hmm. All the white tees get turned into rags to clean the house or the car or whatever and then crispy white tees from costco i feel like such a piece of shit because i definitely don't use any of my old clothes as rags like i'm just like well you served you served your time working here with me and now you're you're, you're dead you're dead that's all there is to it but i can't Mm -hmm. help but think about this shit and i know that it's totally like fictional but I know that it's like, yo, this shit has been on my body, which in many ways is pristine, and I won't say that. <laughs> but, 
but it's like, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I want to respect my counters and like my. Like, yeah. It's like, you know, it's like this, you know, my boxers, they've been hanging out with my dick for yeah. a while. Yeah, I think like that's and, not a good thing. Uh, no, no, I mean, I'm not using boxers my boxers as a rag. Like, wiping down your counter. Like, yo, this No, but like, gross. socks are good for like. Texture. Socks are good because you can put your hand into like clean shoes mm-hmm. or like things that are like. T- like I use my socks to like clean my shoes or like your car to like wipe your. Yeah. You can put your hand in. Sock, the stuff is good for yeah. garage. Garage rags. Also, yeah. how yeah. do you get yes. holes in your undies? Like, I've never had that problem. How do men get holes? That's a really good question. In their like, underpants. I don't how does get it. it? Happen? I don't know. Because it does happen to my shit all the time. It does, yeah. Oh. I don't know. When you're trying to readjust, you know, jerk, you know, when you're trying oh, to readjust. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're pinching it and moving it around. Yeah, do that okay. for. That's the smartest thing you've ever fucking said. He didn't even use right the computer. I'm like, why is that? No, no, computer. Computer. I'm like, no yeah, computer. I didn't look that up. Dude, yeah. You know what? I mean, you're not just too big. Yeah. And, you know, uh. maybe the fact is, and I, I mean, this this may be, this is just speculation on my part, but maybe we get holes in our underwear and holes in our fucking jeans all the time because dick is a little corrosive. So here's the word of advice, everybody. <laughs> fucking, don't trust these fucking men out here, really. <laughs> Yeah. Wash, wash your dick. Moral of the story. Wash your dick. Men wash are dick nasty. And like buy mm. stuff. Maybe you're wearing shit too tight. If you're if you're adjusting mm. too much, your shit's too tight. But it's all sometimes in the summertime go. though. You gotta adjust just because mm. all the. And I yeah, sit in an office all day though too, mm. so I mean yeah. You're, like I like, like I get to come up, up and move and walk around, so that is another thing. It's tough because, like, especially like I don't know how people live in New York City in the summertime because it's too yeah. How do you do that? Too humid. I would definitely kill How do I live in New York yeah. City in, in the, the summertime? summertime? In the summer, yeah. yeah. So, or usually, the so, like, I'll, I'll, like, try to work at home so I can be naked most of the day, or I just fly to Reno. Oh, there you, so, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because, like, the humidity. Fuck humidity. The humidity. Yeah. Yo, it's yeah. disgusting out there. Actually, yeah. I have a fucking story about New York City. All right, lay, lay out there. It's like, I thought that shit was going to be fucking cold, and so I was like, let me put on my cute little sweater and, like, my pants and my little boots, because I thought, oh, I had Suited never and booted, been... booted, ready to go. I had never been to New York City before or anything before I decided to move there, and, like, then I was, like, going to go to graduate school, and I was like, whatever. Have a job, figure it out. Everything will be fine. And so I... But I was like, I heard it's cold as shit on the east coast so that brick as they say brick yeah fucking brick city yeah <laughs> like when so, you go outside it's like a cold brick hitting you in your face yeah so um so then i put on my sweater and all that shit and i like went there it was like august 29th or something i step out of that fucking plane and just get hit by a wave of just disgusting sweat i'm just pouring sweat on the train the whole way to my new apartment and all this shit and i'm just like this shit's hell. And it's like, the thing is, I fucking it's bitched miserable. my whole life about how much I hated Las Vegas because of the heat. And then I moved you just to went from City. one extreme to another. Like, and like the worst mm-hmm. extreme. But, you know, I will say about living in New York City in the um, in the winter time is I don't really mind it. Like, tip is out all year. That's the thing <laughs> for me. It's like I walk out yeah. in the cold my fucking deep cut shirt mm-hmm. every fucking day and the thing is I would rather be in New York City's cold than out here because that humidity which is a bitch during the summer during the winter it's like a lifesaver because this dry snowy cold out here just like tucks Dude, to your yeah, and I it can't just, deal with uh, it. it just hits the soul like, sometimes you get the wind burn mm-hmm. and shit on your face like no thing does your mustache mm-hmm. get frost on it yeah. um well no but well actually probably because my nose is always running constantly <laughs> I'm surprised it's not right now <laughs> But yeah, humidity. The Did worst. you grow out humidity. here though a little bit to get a little bit more prepared for the the cold? Oh wait, what was that? Did you live out here? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I lived here for a few years from 2009 until like 2014, I think, or something. Um, but I was not ready for the cold at all when I was out here because it was like 2009 was my first winter here. And that was also that record breaking winter we had that one time. And my parents, like, it was like the one of the last times I saw them for a few years, like, because they were just like, we're not doing this Reno shit. <laughs> Fuck all that. No, 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 no. Yeah, and so my dad, of all people, like, and this is like my dad is quadriplegic or whatever, so he like had like his driver drive him up here or whatever, and he's like in his chair. So I'm imagining this man like suffering, like going through this whole shit, like and it's it's just mad cold. And he was like planning on staying here for a night, and then we'd leave the next day. And then he was like, "Son, it's too fucking cold for all this. We're leaving tonight. That's all there is to it." <laughs> We're out. There was Holy like a shit. section where there's a section of the eight hour drive or whatever it is. I think it's eight hours. Where his driver was like, we're getting low on gas and I don't see any gas stations. And my dad was like, it's cold. We will find a gas station. <laughs> That's all there is to oh, it. So then I got used to that. And then New York, I was a little arrogant, I remember, because um, my aunt was texting me because there was going to be a blizzard or whatever. And she was like, hey, have you like gotten supplies and blah, blah, blah. And I was like... Yeah, but that was a lie. I didn't do shit at all. <laughs> nothing to prepare. I didn't even, like, I was eating pizza and, like, just fucking minding my business when my aunt texted me that. And then I won't go home. It starts snowing and I'm there. I order, like, some Italian food, like, enough for, like, three days because I'm like, whatever, this should be enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you can already tell where this is going. That New York City life takeout, you yeah. know? like. And so then um, it snows. And it snows, and it snows, and it snows, and then I'm, like, looking at the news reports, and I was like, dude, maybe I fucked up. (laughs) And they're like, it's, like, 18 inches or something, and I'm like, oh, fuck, like, what am I going to do? And, like, at the time, I had just moved to Queens when I was living in, like, a basement apartment, and, like, I, like, was like, I think I'm about to get snowed in in real life. And like, I'm just sitting in my room, stress eating, like eating all this fucking food. And then you're eating all your supplies. All of it. All of it. And then I fucking ate all of it that first day. Just like, so I'm just like, oh, I'm fucked. I got some eggs in the refrigerator and like some ramen or something, some candy. That's how you know shit's real when you're like assessing how much food. Yeah. And so it snowed a ton that night. And then the next day, I, it had stopped or it hadn't stopped it was still kind of lightly snowing and so I was like well I don't give a fuck about this I'm gonna try to leave my apartment and then like just as I had feared I was snowed in and like that day I was like dude nobody's gonna be at the shops today so I can fucking roll over roll my cheap ass over to TJ Maxx and get some essentials but then <laughs> no I was just fucking sitting in the cold I like actually had made an Instagram story or something I don't know if that was still a thing at the, or if that had become a thing at the time but I like started walking and then I was, then I just got hit by a fat gust of wind and it started snowing super hard again and I was like you know I'm not suited for this bullshit. I'm lay down, <laughs> and it's like I'm gonna lose some weight over the next two yeah. days. Did you have your V-neck on, do... or were you like? No, I yeah, no, titties no, out as always. Yeah, <laughs> which was power maybe me. I could sort of, maybe me. I could have survived if I had like dressed better, but you know, it's like whatever. You gotta do what you gotta do to mm-hmm. be comfortable. And, yeah, you know, for me, oh. it's like no matter what weather it is, mm-hmm. you gotta let the girls hang. I feel <laughs> you. No pants though, no shirts though. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you made I, it. You I made respect. It, so. I respect you for yeah. sticking to your mm-hmm. to your guns with the dress. Yeah. You're, you're still here. You made it. Yeah. No. No, no frostbite. I did get walking <laughs> pneumonia. For, uh, walking pneumonia. You got. Yeah, I had pneumonia too one time. It sucked. Damn. But I got mm-hmm. it in the summer, so fuck that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the summer, what the fuck? 
Well, so this is our end of the year episode, correct? Oh, yeah, but what did uh, Monica leave? Did you did Monica say what you did for Christmas? Are I, we still talking I about said about I went to Vegas. Uh, Are you not listening to me, Caesar? All right, so yeah, I'll talk about what I did for Christmas. I said that. Yeah, with the you know went to the church and Grandma's house for Christmas Eve. But you went to church? Yeah, we go to church once a year on Christmas Eve. Whole family goes. That's once once a year, and that's it. Not for you. Not once a year, but like once a year, like you not even go at all. That's I, I, was, I use it. I mean, that was my. I was surprised that you. Yeah, yeah because you're missing 50, 51 weeks. Like no, but the, I'm not religious at all. So, like, is I'm, it a please the family thing? Well, yeah, it's always been like that. But I've actually come to grown to like to use it as a reflection on my entire year. Usually, when I'm sitting in church, like I'm not singing the hymns or listening to the fucking prayers or whatever <laughs> they're doing. I just use it as a like reflection to look back on my year and like, am I happy at this? Time? Are you just <laughs> in the pew like on? You your know, no, you no, use no. Church for church, you use no. It I'm an atheist. <laughs> whatever. I don't know. I like, <laughs> so you're just sitting there meditating on your own. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone else is going through the, the, the hey, stupid that's, shit. Yeah. Standing up. I'm laughing at picturing you doing this. While everyone else is going through that, do you have like a suit and tie too? Suit and tie. No, we all dress up. Yeah, I dress up nice. Mm-hmm. I always, you know, look good when I wherever I go to that. Does your uh, brother? Does their brother go to church? Too? Yeah, yeah, we all go. We're talking uh-huh. about church. I bet you he's not sitting there meditating. No, I bet you he has a course I'm, in I'm his hand. I'm reflecting, <laughs> reflecting on life. Hey, you're yes. being productive, Kevin. Yeah. Thank you. That's yes. good. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm then, shocked. No, we had a talk. Yeah. Like, I've talked to Kevin about being more mindful. You know, I'm on, yeah. I'm on that mindful tip. So yeah. Good for you, Kevin. Yeah, and then on um, Christmas Day, our tradition we've been doing this about our fourth year straight that we play a game of Risk. We open presents, oh, and then, and then uh, it was like six years. Yeah. Uh, me, my brother, my dad. No, I was talking to him on Facebook because yeah. he posted a picture and he was bitching to me because his your dad won this year. Yeah, my dad won this year. He did good. He probably plays the two of you against each other, which is no. It's usually I'm me and my dad against easy. each other. Mm-hmm. Me and my dad are usually against each other, but then um. But so I had like Africa and South America. Brian, Brian had, had one three years in a row. Brian had North America. Yeah. My dad had um, Australia. Right. He did the Australia strategy. This you know. week. I'm down. And I'm going to beat these bitches. Oh. I've never played Risk before. Me too, Monica. <laughs> I've never played Risk I don't Risk know. Oh, they just played the last Caesar, episode I did of the play podcast. Mexican Dude, I can't do this with Risk. <laughs> like, and like, Ooh. I've never been one of those people that plays Monopoly and gets super pissed off to where like relations get flinty. But like a game of Risk, like that's oh, what yeah. I can't fucking do. Like, that's the <laughs> shit that pisses me off. Like, Risk I will cool. hurt you in real life over yes. Risk. Yes. Risk is... Yeah, yeah, it's because alliances form, and then, like, the next turn, like, me and Brian would be like, hey, uh, I won't attack you if you don't attack me next turn. And, and then, then like, we don't... You and and then, then, yeah, he fucks me at, like... Oh, and then it's cross? like, and we try to do an alliance next White time, and then I cross him, it? and it's like... White people double cross him? Yeah. But it, it's that good game. that it's good that you know people like I've always heard end relationships or whatever like it's always fun games with our family we have a great last time that's why it's been like seven years we've done it. so last it is time great. we played my brother Shannon fucking got so pissed off because he like he odds were in his favor and he lost fucking North America <laughs> to South America to so my brother Bryce then he grabbed all of Bryce's pieces and put them in his mouth and spit them at him. <laughs> 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 oh my God. This we have not. Oh. We have not. My my mom's like, what are you guys? Have, have you guys recouped? From we have that? not. Yeah. They have. They their relationship has. We've not played Risk. Uh, okay, that's a good thing. That, that was the last time we played Risk. I was calling my dad a motherfucker. Uh. All this shit when he was whooping my ass. Like I had to. Yeah. I was like, fuck you, you motherfucker. And he was just throwing fucking sixes. Throwing I'm sure yeah. Carl. Yeah. Yeah. Carl. Oh, we, writing yeah. tells the story. Especially uh, about my dad starts, starts cussing every single word. I mean, me, me and my dad, we drink about like half a handle. Some crown. And you're yeah. drinking too? Oh, you're drinking. Drunk shit so oh, no, oh, we're no, drunk no, as no. shit by the end. And-
Exactly. <laughs> Loss of a sauce. Loss of a sauce. Yeah, it's a good time. We're definitely having a good time. So we were playing uh, mm-hmm. Mexican trains in Vegas, and Mexican I feel like trains? it's a little, that? it's a little racist. I don't know. Yeah, explain it. I know. <laughs> it's, so I don't do it's like trains. it's dominoes, and you have. Uh, the option to like you know you start with 12 and then you have to play off the 12 everybody has to play off the 12 and then you like work your way down 11 10 9 whatever i don't know why it's called mexican trains though i feel like it's a little racist yeah i thought maybe you played the one i forget loteria where everyone like they look at the card you gotta gotta, like it's like bingo but i mean if it originated in mexico that Mm. that makes sense but it sounds like a form of dominoes that's just called mexican trains yes It's a very, like, white person game. It's super easy. Mm, You're playing that on Christmas Eve. So racist or whatever. It might might be. Yeah, it makes sense. I played some card game. Can we ask the stat man to look it up? Maybe he can. He's out there getting a cocktail. He is refilling someone Mm -hmm. right now, but we'll keep that on and uh, have him do that when he gets back here. But, uh, yeah. Should we uh, continue? Yeah, so. All right, let's. uh, End of the year edition. Um. This show, we do it for the culture, so it's about hip-hop. What was everyone's favorite hip-hop albums this year? Hip-hop albums this year. Let's have, I mean, because Caesar and I, we... We talk about it all the time, yeah. Let's have, like, Monica and Evan tell us, like, what were you guys' favorite hip-hop albums this year? Yeah, I I mean, I have a couple. And I'll start running, like, Joey Badass came out this year. Yeah. Fabulous and Jadakiss album came out this year. So I have R&B and hip-hop, so, like, Sid. I feel R&B. Sid the Kid? Yeah. Sid, definitely. R&B, hip-hop is the same. We we put it in the same umbrella. It's all the same umbrella. Yeah, so, like, Mm. Sid, Sampha, Gold Link, At What Cost, obviously, Mm Um, Brockhampton, Saturation 2. She got me on that Brockhampton yeah. tip. That shit's fun. Uh, Brockhampton was like top 10 this year or Dude, something like that. Like yeah. it was, and it like, was so good. What I love about them is they're a collective. Like it's Brockhampton isn't just one person, mm-hmm. which a lot of people think. So I think that's pretty tight. Yeah. So, what about you, Evan? Mm-hmm. I got to make sure that I'm actually not fucking out of pocket right here because there is a particular album that I discovered this year, but I don't know if it came Ooh, out this year. Okay. What's the name? We, um, have, we had Oh, yeah. Out. She did, did come out this year. So let me see. Um, so was she is a an artist called Baby Mother. Um, and she okay, came okay. out with... Um, she came out with an album this year called Black Girl Glow Kit. And it's fucking so, so, so brilliant. And it's just like there's there's just like one of these songs that I love it where it's like if you let a nigga hit it you can't let him tell your business and shit like that and I'm oh, like, you shit. know I just, fucking feel you I just like real it. life shit yeah and it's mm-hmm. like and like the thing that I like about it is like conceptually the album isn't just like about her like going on there and talking shit or whatever but it's like also about her just being like you know let me and she's like a mother of like four kids and all this stuff and like she's just like you know this is about giving game to younger people like that's all it's about and I'm like you know fuck I feel it and then I'm gonna I'm actually gonna second your um your Brockhampton <laughs> yeah. right now because yeah. I Sup- no, I like, discovered them like I think two or three days ago and I was like what the fuck I, <laughs> I what, like where have I been yeah. yeah yeah well exactly and you know the thing is I definitely do get into these like I don't I never know what albums are coming out I'm like a single chaser and I'm like I, yeah you know. it's easy the way we consume it's the music tough that way because to like that. Uh, Tri-State came out with an album too and he goes fucking hard body and like no one really heard about that yeah. what's well, crazy is Brockhampton came out with Saturation the first one in August, yeah. Saturation 2 in like November, and then they just came out with Saturation 3 in December. Yeah. So three albums in the last, what, four months, four five months? months? Yeah. It's crazy. Cool. What about uh, you, Caesar? I don't know. They're I know just, you liked Big Boys. Yeah, Big Boys album was good. Like, 
like uh, Joey Badass album was real good. The what Talib and uh, Talib and Styles was it Styles? Like, oh yeah, they Styles make one together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh shit, that's like really mm-hmm. that's fucking news to me yeah. because like I've been listening to like so mm-hmm. Styles P has just been dropping Lucy's over these yeah. past couple of no, weeks. And I had no the idea thing he put too. together. Yeah, because like uh he's ever since like they cause the uh, the static album too, number eight. eight selector. Like that whole fucking album is so like anything static puts out mm-hmm. I am fucking excited about. Cause like he's make he, an edited version so we can play it on the radio. Yeah, cause he has a good combination of like old school people and like new people, that's which sad. is like good. I think that's he like brings like a little bit of both and everything like that. And he doesn't hate on like no. He, he's, he he says like you know he, like he does hate a little bit. On, I like, like some the boom back. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like you know like I don't hate on trap, but I like the boom back. Yeah, and then he does hate on like some stuff. He like calls it garbage, but he's been real better about. Um, you know, there's picking, nuance to it. Like, a, not, you can't just and I think that's important. Yeah. And I think that's super yeah. important because, because like, there are a lot of new kids. Yeah, who because are, like, like, doing, like yeah. food wise, not everyone likes olives. Not everyone likes you know chicken. Not everyone likes like. But I just love whatever. Static because he put on Rhapsody mm. and Andy Scott MC on yeah. the same track mm-hmm. at one time. That's like, there's cool. no but other producer that's gonna. He do knows how like, like his like his also his musical knowledge is fucking blows my mind every fucking time I listen to him. He's like, oh, yeah, that album, like, this came off of this, and that was off of that. Like, yeah. boom, boom, He's boom. a fan of the genre. Yeah, no, and he, that's he's a fan good. of music in general because it's not not just hip-hop like that he does. Right, like, right. And he just, like, without a doubt, he just, like, boom, 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 just spits it out, like, right off the top of the head, doesn't even, like, think about it for a second. Like, I really appreciate awesome. that, and I also mm-hmm. really appreciate that you're talking about how he, like, you know, that discussion that you're having about mm-hmm. taste because I think about that a lot, and they've become more... Like, you know, I've tried to develop a more nuanced take mm. on Harley, you know, because I definitely know at the top of 2017, I was like, this fucking mumble rap shit, I can't really do it. <laughs> I was right there with you. But, but like, a year, and a, half, a year ago, mm-hmm. I was right there with you. But as time passed, I was like, you know, honestly, like, there are people in this element, of, like, or in this aspect of the genre that are doing really interesting things. And it's like, for me, and I, and, you know, Sean, I think we had a conversation about this at some bar or something. And I was like, for me, like, to be a good rapper, you have to have X, Y, Z, element OP, whatever. And like, but like, rethinking that a little bit, it's like, you know, maybe to be a certain kind of excellent rapper you do have to check all those boxes yeah. but it's like you know for me it's just important that people are doing things yeah. Plus, very some of interesting these guys are like thing. 19 yeah that's true and you know you're like you're like you're gonna write off someone who's already doing pretty good for themselves at 19 like you know what was Eminem doing when he was 19 what was fucking Jay-Z doing when he was 19 yeah. like not everyone's a prodigy or Nas who's dropping a classic album when First they're in their album, teens yeah. yeah like so you know like give them a chance to grow up and see yeah. what happens so no. Robert so Robert mm-hmm. Glasper was on uh, NPR's All Things Considered today mm-hmm. and he was talking about how like he's a producer right he's an amazing producer who does a lot of jazz influenced stuff and he was like for any you know jazz artist who comes into jazz it's great that they know the background but it's also great that they come in with some like innovative thinking. That's why he likes younger jazz musicians because like they can understand the culture, they can understand the history, but they come in with like a new perspective. And like mm-hmm. that's exactly how like hip hop is today as well. Yeah, like hip hop has always been about mm-hmm. like what's new, what's fresh. Yeah. And then like these old dudes just like to sit there and shit on anything that's different from what they're used to. Yeah, and I also like to separate things too. Like there's like a rapper and there's like an MC. 
It's yeah. like two different categories. Although right, I do, you know? yeah. Although I do, I mean, and I think that you're speaking to something that can be kind of a rule. And you say these older dudes like to shit on them, but I do think that there's a lot more. You know, I think that they do. There's a lot more celebration of younger people and blah blah blah. Like among kind of the old heads in some way. But besides it's that, actually, better. yeah, I think it's definitely getting better. But then the other thing that I think that it's really important for us to think about is that, you know, sometimes I don't feel like these old guys are necessarily just thinking like my way is the best way and fuck that. You know, it's really that sometimes it's just, I mean, we just said it in this conversation. We talk about how hip hop is like all about what's fresh and what's new. And we really do honor youth maybe a little bit too much in hip hop. Like, you know, it, and and I understand that impulse, but sometimes I just think that like we really are too willing to say somebody's washed just because they're a little bit older. But like hip hop's so diverse too. It's like yeah. you can't say like oh because it's like '90s golden era hip hop mm-hmm. like that's how it was. It's like no, like there is still so much diversity in like yeah. '80s, '90s, early so. 2000s you know, like, hip hop. So and people it's don't just, like, people don't notice today. in the '90s there was shitty music too. A lot, like a exactly, lot. and that's what people don't. <laughs> that's why I tell like, my students all the time mm-hmm. where I like. It's like, yeah, like, oh, so, you know, old people don't like this. So I'm like, yeah, well, like, go listen to Master P. Make him say, uh. Or like, go listen to but Juvenile Ha. His- and I love that song. But at the same time, like, that's some of these songs have not aged well. Yeah. But No Limits mm-hmm. was one of the only black mm-hmm. owned independent labels at yeah. that time. So, like, right. you have to give credit to Master. And P. also, who brings a gold tank to the basketball court? No, right? it's the dumbest <laughs> shit ever. But don't tell me if that doesn't come on at a fucking wedding or at a bar that I'm not going to be singing along to every fucking word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's fair. And I mm-hmm. guess the other thing I'll say is, just like, you know, obviously the scene is much different, you know. Um, I feel, and we'll see. I think that this could be very positive, both like for no, young think, artists and I, young I and, and new artists. Is that you know the publishing barriers have changed to a limited extent. You know, I will say, just as me being a fucking hater, is that like I do hate that virality has definitely like superseded hustle in terms of making rap music in 2017. Like I can't really respect that. No, I read but an article I, about how that exact thing. How this is the year that the single replace the album and that's you have multiple artists who make a single it goes viral they get on like an apple playlist or a spotify playlist and they blow up based off that one song where you have other people who are crafting whole really good albums a whole concept like through and through but it's not easily portable into that singles culture yeah Yeah. that's like the democracy of like the internet right it's like you have shit that's out there Mm -hmm. that's not very good but then you also have the stuff that's like also really well produced Mm -hmm. really well written but it's great that we have access to both of those you know types of artists where before it's like you only got it spoon fed to you through like major labels and like Mm -hmm. that's the thing like there are certain times where if you weren't you know hard enough you weren't gonna make it if you weren't gangster rap enough you weren't gonna make it so that, you know, like we said, like those mm-hmm. barriers have fallen down, but everyone's adjust. you know, it's an adjustment period. Everyone's adjusting just like in like 2000 when the internet first came out, people are going to adjust. Yeah. But it, it, things are going to change. Yeah. And it's different because like back in the day I used to go through record stores and like you had to have like a deal or do something to even get a record pressed, labeled or whatever. Yeah. And now with the internet and social media and everything everyone could put out there so it's the same digging but just in a and different... i think it's easy to mm. be like people are too stupid to be nuanced enough to be like is this art is this person making a hot song or are they actual artists who's got a catalog you know like you i think i feel like people are smart enough to be like if they hear something new it'd be like 
yes, I love this song. This is a great single. Does that mean this person is a great artist? Let me look at, check out their album and see if this is worth listening but to. But at least that's like on the people to decide. It's not for like record, exactly. record labels yeah, to decide like thing. who's being put out. Like, we, like to, to always, people always want to like... Yeah, because there's so many independent labels now. And it's like, great that mm-hmm. they have the opportunity to choose, but I am not going to sit here and like just agree with the idea that most consumers are smart enough to like no 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 that's what i'm saying like it's something you but i feel like it's something you learn it's something you learn over time when i was 17 was i doing that no when i was 25 maybe a little yeah 35 yeah i'm gonna sit there and be like all right let me see what other songs this person has before i say they're a great rapper or is this just you know but sometimes like, yeah, that, I yeah. spy song. I fucking love that song. Yeah. So well, like, you know, so yeah. I know another song by him. Maybe not. No. But that's a great mm-hmm. fucking song. It captures a moment, and I yeah. like that if it comes on. On the other hand, though, something that I do think that's kind of a sh- not a shame, but something that makes me feel a little bit weird about this is I've been thinking about this quote or whatever, where they always it, it, it and it varies. You know, I don't know who said it. Where they always say like, you know, never let like the circumstance of your talent to like. What is it? Never let the circumstance of your talent elevate you beyond where your character can keep you. And I feel like I have seen that so many fucking times since 2012, but especially Mm -hmm. in 2017, is that a lot of these new artists are like making these songs that get super, 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 super hot. And then like, you know, they're set up to fail because it's like they made a super hot record and we don't know. Like often the Mm -hmm. circumstances surrounding that. They could have made that, you know, in their basement and it's unexpected, you know, like. How are they going to handle this crazy, unexpected yeah. success? And once well, you, and once I think you fly about over the top, you yeah, can't, there's no other place to go. So there's, I mean, and that's the thing. There's going to be pitfalls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's going to be bonuses. Well, I mean, and this is, I don't want to get too into like, too into this because maybe we'll have a hammer chance to discuss it later but i think about azalea banks is a good example of that and like azalea banks her music in my view will always stand the test of time and it's like you know very few other artists like who came out during her like class like you know each year we got a new class of rappers mm-hmm. it's like well some of them has lasted but none of them have made records as good as she has like by a long shot like mm-hmm. at all but you know she was somebody who was very quickly elevated to a, like you know they were like she's the next big thing like we're giving a million dollars and piece. sending her everywhere yeah. and they were like she you know and then like she was immediately plucked out of the circumstances of her life i mean and this is the thing it's like i think about the idea of the death of the development deal and like in the past like in the 1990s and like part of the 2000s like there was a long period where they taught like they were doing you know media training they taught Mm -hmm. you the business they taught you you know you got exposed to other people you develop relationships you weren't just on twitter like fucking fighting with people and kicking out records and blah 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 and people are like oh she has no goddamn sense blah 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 she's so crazy or whatever and it's like you know actually this person has just been completely removed from the original context of their life and put in this completely foreign situation. I think a good parallel So there's here. there's three people, like there's three examples that I can give. There's yeah. like one that I can see that has like surpassed that and mm-hmm. then there's two that I see as like failing. Mm-hmm. So the two that have failed that I've seen um, are Snow the Product. Yes, definitely. Um, which is really unfortunate. Like she's so talented. Mm-hmm. She has like some of the best like double time raps I've ever seen out of any female. Mm-hmm. But she's gone from like being a very great um, rapper mm-hmm. to being a pop star, mm-hmm. which is really sad. Or MC to pop star? Um, I wouldn't say she was an MC. She was very much... I mean, a rapper to Not pop really, star. like, deep enough to be mm-hmm. an MC. She was more like a rapper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, the second one that is Nitty Scott MC. Yeah. So she had so much potential. Like Nitty Scott MC was a definite MC and she was one of my favorites. And the shit she's been putting out the last like year and a half has been so like transformed into pop to be more like mainstream. Well, have you heard her shit no, with no panty? No panty. Did you hear that Ola song? I mean, it's hit or miss, right? So it's like, I wish yeah. she would put out another album like she had done in like 2014, 2013. Mm. Yeah, that shit was fire. So fire, when right? When you, when like, mm. when we first started the Boogie Down Book Club, I think that was some of the first shit you played. For. Mm-hmm. And then Rhapsody, who I think has surpassed all that, she has like maintained her confidence and her sense of self through like her entire time of being in the limelight. So ever since she got put on like um, with Ninth Wonder and all the mixtapes mm-hmm. she's done through her albums, like she's remained the same and has remained an MC and has not become like, you know, a sex, ob- mm-hmm. sex object. But it's, like, it's not fine if you want to like sell sex mm-hmm. and you want to be like a female rapper who sells sex and it's your choice, like that's totally fine. But she hasn't gone down that path and she's remained like a really true MC no, that a lot of rappers spitting, respect. But also like, like also know. Ninth Wonder took her under the wing. That's also a different little, you know, thing and that about that is it. like important. Because mm-hmm. Yeah, but all, all men in hip hop have taken under under their mm. wings like foxy brown little kim like you know remy ma like all of these like female rappers back in the day have all come True. up under some except for like queen latifah yeah. salt and pepper like, who were under like, them like the independent sex labels kind of thing, you know like the raunchy if you're thinking hip-hop. like major labels mm. like foxy brown little kim have all had to come up under like men in hip-hop but when i think of like um yeah rhapsody she's like maintained herself by herself even though like Ninth Wonder yeah, has produced a lot of Yeah, when you think of Ninth Wonder, you don't mm. think of her him as like he took her under the wing. It's more like they collaborated. Totally. And I think on that out, just like with any other rapper. And I think that's a super important thing for us to think about too is because Ninth Wonder, he may have taken her under his wing or whatever, but their relationship is clearly a very lateral collaborative. Exactly. One. And that's the big difference is that like, you know, Hip hop and the relationships that men and women have in hip hop oftentimes are very hierarchical and like you yeah. know and it's like people are like oh why aren't there more women MCs or why do they have to like navigate this circuitry and behave in a certain way to survive and it's like well think about how many motherfuckers are just sitting there gatekeeping women at every fucking yeah. step. It's of, just like, like the it's journey. just like Hollywood. I mean, like it's exactly and it, it's it, like it, hip hop is fucking right worse. It's with probably worse. every genre. Harvey like it's Weinstein. not just hip hop. It's like, it's like pop, genres, country it's, is mm, everything. Yeah. And it's like, you know, completely ripe with Harvey Weinstein's and it's like, but like, you know, and we're in, in music, we're just now starting to like lift that veil a little bit, except for in hip hop, which is not an indictment of hip hop itself, because I think that it's, it's really people. important for us to say, or it's important for us to understand that, like, if hip hop is not responding to like the oppression, like in that, like, if it's not responding and like rebelling against that, I think it's really important for us to understand that, first of all, yes, there are definitely people on the ground who are. But second of all, people in hip hop, these are generally speaking, very, very marginal minority people where it's like right. I mean in all genres there are people like that but in hip hop especially it's, it's like they yeah. will just That's what because it's about. the fact is if you are a fucking black person or if you're a black woman and you say something about how somebody is sexually harassing you in hip hop like and it's like and this will, this is true of all genres like I'm saying but if you say that in like hip hop then they're just gonna take your fucking record deal away and give it to yeah. EGEZ it's way easier but you know what's crazy it. is like that mentality came from mainstream labels so if, if you exactly. think about the That's first like say. if you think yeah. about the first like black owned like yeah. hip pop label like sugar hill sugar hill records mm-hmm. like sylvia robinson who was like the first female yeah. producer who produced sugar hill gang like that was like a female producer producing like a rap 
the first like mainstream yeah. like rap track yeah. that was all about like just having a good time like that wasn't about like disrespecting yeah. women that yeah. wasn't about like patriarchy Absolutely. that wasn't about misogyny that wasn't about any of that shit that came after like all Once these like the major uh, labels the got majors, involved totally. and the major and label fucking twisted it up the major mm-hmm. label also put together because um, they're the ones that band, they're yeah. not you know like people who are just making artists are going to come up to you and be like hey you need to, you know, lose some weight and look, you know, dress differently or be more sexy or la- act like, uh, you know, like. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but, but like the, it's going to be the record exec that says that. No, they or it's do that. Be yeah. the A&R dude mm-hmm. who says that. No, they. And especially like in the 90s when hip hop blew up, that's when the, the gatekeepers were there. And it, I feel like it just set it up where like if you didn't fit into certain boxes, especially if you were female, mm-hmm. you were not unless you were just ridiculously mega talented you weren't going to break through. Mm-hmm. Or even just like hardcore rap, right? So like that's where hardcore rap became mainstream is because major labels saw that was like really resonated with like suburban white kids. So they started putting that on. So like that's where you get hardcore rap and like mainstream labels is because of that. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't based on merit. Money. Cash rules all the time. Cash Crazy, rules all the time. So back to the, the look back mm-hmm. on the 2017, this sorts of thing that we're talking about. Favorite, Sexual favorite or song? creepy dude? No, we're oh. uh, we're to the favorite music, favorite movie of 2017. Real Ooh. quick, mm, I didn't even think Seven. about that too. I hard. don't watch movies, Kevin. Me neither. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm gonna throw this one out there. This was a good one. War for the Planet of the Apes. Mm. Planet that was pretty three. good. I, to, like, I did see that, but I but movie. I died though. I don't like that shit. Caesar died. Yeah, yeah I don't like that uh, shit. Caesar. Sorry, Caesar. Oh yeah, spoiler for you fuckers who haven't uh, seen it. Although I did watch this movie on Netflix called Ocha. It's a oh I know yeah. I I bawled. Did you cry? I cried. I haven't watched. It's about the okay. So the premise is there's this little girl that raises this, raises this like super pig that mm-hmm. this like Monsanto type company wants to start slaughtering all these super pigs to like feed more people. Nice. So it's basically about like animal rights and like just shows all these like super pigs going through slaughter and stuff. And I just like right. bawled my mm-hmm. eyes out. It was. Looks too sad for me. It was devastating. That's been <clears throat> that's been on my two watch list. It's really good, <laughs> but it's, it's like super sad. Yeah, on my watch list, so I haven't seen Dunkirk. Have you guys seen Dunkirk? Ooh, I, I saw it. I saw it. It was I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I don't know. Like Guardians was. What was your, Caesar? You see a movie every week. What was your favorite yeah. movie of the year? Or did you see Star Wars? I saw Star Wars. That's yeah. also yeah. that. Did you that's see Star Wars? Right. 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 Guy damn, we're going right. to see Star Wars. Have you? Wars. Seen it? Have you? Yeah. So we could all have a fucking big shit talking. Yeah. I know. Like, no, no. I like Star Wars. Have you seen it? You've seen it? You haven't seen it yet? No. I was going to see it. My dad. Okay. Sunday. I liked it, but it's okay. It's not like with all the hype. You know, it's got the lowest ratings. And my brother is a huge Star Wars nerd. Was just like. Shake yeah. his head. He's like, go watch it. And then like, we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, watch you know, it. Star Wars mm-hmm. is not great in my opinion. I'm looking at you, yeah. Disney. Yeah. And, and right? I think that, you know, and I don't want to be a fucking asshole about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't want to be an asshole about it. I'm but, like, I've just been, like, watching the discourse, and I feel like a lot of people talk about Star Wars, and they're like, oh, well, I don't like it because of, like, X, Y, Z reasons. And I look at the reasons that people don't like it. And it's like, I, you know, I never, uh, like, I watched every Star Wars, and I've never loved any of them. And, like, and that's just the way there Hold is on. to it. I, I'm old enough. Yeah. Those movies, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, 
they were considered like cool for the sci-fi effects, yeah. but no one ever considered these to be great movies. Well, and yeah. this is where I'm coming from right now with this shit is that I get so tired of people acting like Star Wars is a prestige property. Like, holy that grail is fallen shit. from like, grace. Like, please be they're realistic. Money for they're like, quality. can we make a fucking like? Can we make a? I just want to say that Princess Leia is like an OG feminist. Well, though. exactly. And the other thing that I think <laughs> about like Star Wars, and I think yeah. that like this new Star Wars. <laughs> I won't say anything spoilery about it. I'll completely avoid that. But I think, and this is not true for every critic, but I think that it's true for a lot of them, is that this Star Wars, like, you know, it this like for the first time in Star Wars history, they were like, you know what? We're not going to center your wish fulfillment here. We're going to do things that are going to upset you. And we're also going to tell you that your theories and your expectations and your hope, none of that shit matters, which Thank I you. think yes, hurts. I think that hurts American audiences because we don't get films like that in American no, that's film. Why like, and then the ironic no, thing is it's like the old why, man hip hop guys. That's it's why the same. Like people the like, Empire Strikes Back was yeah, so good at the yeah. time because no one thought that mm-hmm. Darth Vader was going to be Luke's father and people yeah. were mad about it. Yeah. And now you get a plot twist like that and uh, people are mad about it and they're like this yeah. movie sucks. Oh, yeah. no it's just not it's like it's just like like i said it's much. not like it's like the old man in hip-hop you know like they want it to be that the, the same thing that the they thing grew up with but here's it's the not point you need no. to encapsulate this is the fucking member berries on south park <laughs> i remember no here's this that's yeah. what okay, i bet, I bet you didn't sean i bet you didn't even know this that there was a baywatch movie that came out this year I baywatch i watched and, it it was horrible fucking jumanji Yes. And Jumanji. Mm-hmm. The Jumanji one doesn't look... Doesn't that look good. Baywatch is Baywatch. But Baywatch is and Jumanji horrible. both came out this year. Just mm-hmm. I remember I remember how good yeah. it made me feel. Uh, Let's make some more money off no, this. No. I don't title. watch movies, but I read about yeah. all of them. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. And I, I see who wins and loses in the box that, office. Like oh, I'd rather watch Pitch Perfect 3 over fucking both those movies. I never even Although, watched that. Although, I, I will say that the top grossing uh, female heroine movie came out this year. Wonder Woman was oh, fucking awesome. So. I liked it. You know like, I even cried sometimes. You know it wasn't like, perfect, but I did love it. That I would just watch with my kids at work? Moana. Oh. Yeah. Which is all about, mm-hmm. like, because, like, the whole time I'm watching the movie, spoiler, if you guys haven't seen it, like, this, this, there's, like, she's the daughter of the chief, and she's being groomed to take over and be the leader of her people. That's dope. And then she goes out on this quest, <laughs> like, in a Disney movie, and she meets, like, this guy who's a god. And the whole time, I'm like, I don't. I hope they don't make this a fucking love thing where she, like, falls for this dude. And it never does. I was like, my faith is just good. I like She that. goes, she gets her quest, she comes back, she saves her people. Mm. And the whole time, I was thinking about, like... You know, like I'm looking at these 14 year old girls, these 13 year old girls, and like they're they love the fucking movie because like how many movies have a female character who's just a badass yeah. yep. who does everything um, and doesn't fucking fall in love with some fucking random true, dude? Which, I will say, just a strong woman. I like, will say mm-hmm. uh, the long kiss, good night. Oh God, I could talk to you forever <laughs> yes! about that movie. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, That's speaking of like kind of like grounding this part in the hip hop, I was like listening to. So I was listening to Charlie Baltimore's album, like oh which is God. like completely conceptually based uh-huh. around that movie, and I'm yep. just like, what the fuck? Like that was like, I think the Long Kiss Goodnight was like a formative movie for this. Oh, Action movie, yeah. female yeah. heroine, exactly. yeah, totally. I don't know. Did you guys see the movie Wonder though? No. So it was like... Uh, this, I think I'm speaking for everyone when I say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no. the silence spoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like, uh, it's. I liked it because it was like this kid, he was born with like some facial deformity. Mm-hmm. And then so he was like, you know... Oh, oh yeah. That's the one with the mm-hmm. kid who... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. With Cher? 
No. The one with Cher? It's the no. one where the kid has a facial deformity. Uh, Sandra Bullock plays the mom, right? No, it is uh, this other white lady. I'm trying to figure it out. But uh, uh, what's that, man? Give me some more. Wonder. It's called, it's called Wonder. Wonder. <laughs> and it came out this year. It's called Wonder. But, uh, the kid kind of looks like a uh, young Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the kid is, like, super awesome. He's, like, very charismatic and everything like that. Been homeschooled his whole life. Mm-hmm. And his parents were like, we're going to send you to school finally. And he is stressed out. Parents are stressed out because he has these, like, facial scars and stuff like that. And, like, he just gets treated differently, obviously, because there's, like, little kids and stuff. But then he just make like, he, like, gets really good friends and shit. And it's fucking Julia awesome. Roberts and Owen Wilson. Julia Roberts, that's and, right. Yeah. Oh, and Owen Wilson. And, Owen, and it was awesome. Like, it definitely, like, uh, you know, warmed Did, up. Touched your uh, corazón. It warmed up the corazón uh, a little bit, you know. Tore the heart a little bit. Yeah. And it was good. like oh. No, like, it was, like, so good because it, like, dealt with, like, um, like, segregation just because he's different. But and Owen Will- Owen mm. Williams was a uh, serious the whole time. Like, yeah. She, like, well, he was like a he was like he was an like, awesome dad. Like, what do you think uh, an right. awesome dad? Like, yeah, like super funny. Yeah. Um, like when mom laid down the law, she was the boss. But he uh, was like, you yeah, know, yeah. like, hey, I can't say shit anymore. Mom's mom's fucking on it. You know, perfect white. So movie. wonder. White mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, wonder. But, that looks good. No, it was it was awesome. It did look good. Because like I don't know, just like the movie Bright. I don't know if you guys saw that on Netflix yet. No, I heard. But it dealt uh, with like. Oh yeah, that was the. the I heard ne- everyone. That was a, yeah. that was a Netflix that's original. The Will Smith the, one. The first yeah. everyone shit on. It's it fucking terrible. Netflix no, original but, uh, movie. The, the, oh, and that was the first Netflix yeah. original that mm. went to the theaters for the first time. It was in the theaters. Yeah, I saw yeah, it on Netflix. But when I, was it in theaters? It never went to theaters. It's in theaters now. I think. No, no, it's like, not. Uh, it's only on Netflix. Only on Netflix. Really? Yes. Yeah. So they've had multiple. Okay. Mm. Might just make no, like right multiple now. people I have talked mm. to about that movie mm. couldn't finish it because it was so bad. No, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. It was like the four Will Smith or like like Adam the, Sandler movies that he did. Yeah. Nah. But it talk. It talks <laughs> about Adam a lot Sandler of like movie. segregation. And right. Stuff but I heard it doesn't do it that well. It's all. It's all right. But like, it's like I like movies like that that deal with like. Like, yeah, like issues see, uh, like Moonlight? that. You guys see mm-hmm. Moonlight? No, no, I didn't. That, I came out that came out in 2017. Yeah. That, yeah. Or 16. That was 16. That I want to see that 16. one. Oh, yeah, see, yeah. I watched that. That was a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. yeah, you got to. Blade Runner was awesome. Good. Yeah. You know, I like Blade Runner a lot. Although I hear it's quite sexist. Yes. No, I was yeah, listening. No. Like, <laughs> Caesar, I was listening to the. I was listening to the podcast where Blade Runner was the movie of the week last night. And you described it as like, yeah. All the women are in there, or Mike Moberly described yeah. it as all the women are in there just to... Just for men. To fuck. Yeah, I already said Guardians. I liked it, too. All right, so mm-hmm. let's move on. TV yeah. shows. What's What was hey, everyone's I TV shows? about my favorite movie. Oh, What's I'm sorry, favorite? Evan. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. bad. Game of Thrones. Wait. Yeah. TV right, show. so I'll return to that subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I actually have two that I want to recommend. Right, I just want to tell out. people about this. Yeah, right tell now. them, tell them. It's so... Um, Beatrice at Dinner, which is the Selma Hayek film that came out this year. It's just like about, um, you know, an immigrant and she goes mm-hmm. to dinner with the family. It's one of those slow burn movies where she's like, hey, you guys are really my rich clients. and You're also kind of fucking assholes. Let me tell you why. I think that's a good so movie for like a sixth date. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like to find out if 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 we're sticking around or if we're bailing the fuck out. <laughs> but <laughs> but then the other one that I really, really loved. And so Jess, Jessica Chastain is an actress who's like come onto my radar this year. And I, you know, I'm kind of out of the loop about most things, but I am in the loop about this is that um so Molly's game is like a it's a it's a biopic about this woman. I think she was a skier or something, and then she decided to pivot into running illegal in an illegal gambling ring in New York City. And it's 
so fucking good. I mean, and like, and the thing is, like, the whole setup is really interesting because it's like about her like dealing with her clientele, and it's like really like you know that she names names and like people who are like actually like important in like our pop culture, oh, like shit. Thing. like mm. th- you know they really go after that shit. But so the main thing for me is like Jessica Chastain's performance, like. God damn, so good. Like, so fucking good. And it's like, you know, it's very rare for me that I hear about a new celebrity or something. And I'm like, well, I need to get in on this. But, like, Molly's Game, go see it. It's, like, sophisticated writing. Um, The guy who wrote, um, I think, The Social Network. I can't remember his name, but he wrote that. And this is his directorial debut. And it's nice. so, 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 so good. Um, Like, really, Molly's really Molly's awesome. Game. I was checking that out. See? Those are the type of movies I'll watch. I'll watch yeah, something like the, that. Usually, okay. most of the I have a stuff, very high like bar it. for movies. Mm-hmm. As we switch to TV shows, the bar is much much lower. Can we talk about Insecure? Absolutely. So, just so you guys weren't like, I'm gonna watch Insecure. I have the next two weeks off. I'm gonna watch it, like catch up on everything. So, like, no spoilers. Okay. No spoilers. But like yeah. that show, fucking, I love it. Yeah, it's insecure. No. Okay, so if Evan, you, you've seen yeah. it, right? Yeah. So if you if you white people like girls out there like that's me insecure yeah insecure is thirty times better <laughs> like uh, on girls I got tired of seeing that fucking white girls that white girls tits all the time <laughs> like uh, and then like getting it was like it was pretty much wait, like wait, did you just complain about seeing white girls tits yes all the time? yes is that what you yes said? I, I complain mean, the did. tits on girls are they're not uh... that good. Like, the best part was the girl fucking getting her ass eat, you know? Like, that was fucking But hilarious. let's not judge a TV yeah. show best by the types But also, of like, like the main character was so complaining and whiny. She's like, a privileged It made cunt. me want yeah, a front sucks. kicker really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, you <laughs> know? Lena Dunham sucks well, where, in where, real What life. channel is this show on? Up in the Mix does not condone violence towards women. <laughs> <laughs> Which channel is this show on? It's on HBO. HBO, okay. It metaphorically made me want to kick front kicker. Anyways. Insecure. Insecure. You went from shitty white girl titties to (laughs) fucking women in the face. Just that one girl. Just that one girl. Next TV show. Next TV show. I'm going to bring up another TV show. No, but Insecure. Awesome. Monica, explain it. So Insecure, the female main character in it is... Um, Issa. Mm-hmm. And I-S-S-A. She, Great name. Mm-hmm. Also, I love her. She does um, occasional freestyles. She is not an aspiring rapper, no. but she just does occasional she's freestyles. Just when she looks in the mirror. But she's like super funny, like really real, uh, has cool friends. Her, her friend Molly, I relate to Best a lot. Best friend. Oh, I love her. Oh, she's so good. I feel like everyone and in this dude, room could be in their friend circle. Dude, yeah. No, I'm we there. could be friends. Like, but oh, totally. Molly, though. Molly. Molly's on point. Evan, how do you feel about Insecure? <laughs> so, okay. So, I mean, okay, I like the show a lot. Like, I like the show a lot. But, like, what I love even more is, like, everything that surrounds it. Because I was never somebody who really, like, watched YouTube series or anything like that. But then, like, I don't even know how I found it. But I found Issa Rae's, like, original YouTube series, Awkward Black Girl. And I was like, and at the time, I was really awkward. And I was watching, and I was like, wow, this is so fucking cool. And now she's writing shows for HBO and has, like, green lights for all types of other shit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm here for this. Like, <laughs> And, like, the thing is, Issa Rae is just so fucking cool like that i will support anything yes exactly i love she was on desus and marrow yeah and i fell in love with her and started doing all this research about her because i was like she's so fucking funny she's so genuine she's so smart 
Like I, that's, I just need more of that. Yeah. And I like so, when she makes herself laugh and nobody else laughs, but I'm laughing with her because it's fucking funny. Well, it's serious. Like, gives so no this fucks. is like to give you guys like a thought. Like I don't know if any of you guys ever have had that chance to watch Awkward Black Girl. It hasn't aged in the best way, but it's still <laughs> a wonderful show. And I remember there's like one episode where, she, you know, in each episode she deals with all types of like random things in the workplace. But in this particular episode, they're talking about how they're trying to do team building exercises at work and teffer like team effort or whatever and i just like and the thing is i really that's, identified that's the word of the week because i think i worked at a company whose name i won't name at the time and i just remember going through the same type of shit where they're like we have to work together more as a team and we have to like really be there for each other blah, blah, blah. but they touch like, on like heavy shit too yeah, though so like the episode yeah. so like i'm just starting season two uh-huh. so the episode that i was just on um they had just so isa works for a nonprofit that yeah. goes into schools to try to help yeah. like underprivileged underprivileged youth so the principal at this like mainly all black school mm. has had a lot of hispanics coming into the school and has had made racist jokes to um isa and her partner mm-hmm. and so her white female um counterpart who works with her was like hey isa do you you know have any problem with like this black principal making racist jokes and isa was like no like i'm just trying to like get by and like try to get students to participate like whatever so it's kind of this conflict of like okay if he's black is he okay to make racist jokes so it kind of touches on like really mm-hmm. and then she wanted shit. she wanted her after school program to be successful too totally. so and that's like, like a, and that's tough. a really nuanced mm-hmm. topic when you're mm-hmm. talking about uh racism between peoples of color because it's something that's i mean i experienced that like working at the school i do like it's easy for people to ignore that Mm-hmm. And or downplay it or not acknowledge it. So I, I'm yeah. interested to see that episode. No, listen, I can't, I wait, can't, I can't wait till you see the shit we can start talking. And it was good. How about if we can talk about like a disappointing show of 2017? The most disappointing one I saw. <laughs> Just want to go there real quick. Was The Walking Dead? I don't watch Does the Walking Dead. The Walking Dead here? I don't watch no it no more. Yeah. All right. Any of your fans that watched mm-hmm. it, it was fucking terrible <laughs> this right. past year. Yeah. Nice to watch it. I'm gonna go to. Go till the end. Most Walking Dead fans. Like, what season will, is it in? Uh, eight. Okay, the, and, the, and do, do you know how many more yeah. seasons is going to be? No, because the comic books aren't still fin- finished. So, like, the main is story. That the problem? They're ahead of it, yeah. Yeah, the, the comic mm-hmm. books are way ahead of it. No, the TV show is behind the comics. Yeah. So, there's still, like, yeah. at least three or four. It's but also, just not doing yeah. well. Let's not talk about oh, shitty yeah. ones, All but. Right. <laughs> Game we, of Thrones. We so could talk, Game of back. Thrones or We're, Punisher. We could do yeah. either Silicon or. Valley? I just want to say Silicon Valley was so oh, fucking Silicon good. Valley. So Valley I'm so late good. to the no. game, but Rick and Morty season three no. was. <laughs> do you guys watch Rick and Morty? My brother does, and I watch it. Yeah. So fucking it's so good. Rick season. Oh my! Is it like on the Family Guy Simpsons level? Or no, like bro. No, no. It's no. There's fucking really, up your game, that's what bro. I thought. A drunk scientist. No, a fucking no. drunk scientist that does whatever the fuck he wants because he knows science. It's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, it, I, dude, you got to fucking... Kevin, anytime you want to fucking get lost in the sauce and watch it with me, down. I am down. It's on On Demand. I got fucking Sling TV in here. Let's fucking do it. Like, do Rick it. and Morty, mm-hmm. man. Evan, do you I watch heard good Rick and Morty? Mm. I've seen mm. some episodes of Richard... Uh, Rich and Morty. Wow, that sounds authentic, right? <laughs> we're going to hate mail now. No, yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. But I've seen some episodes of it, and I like them well enough, but I just can't sustain. And it's not because it's not a good show, but it's like, you know, I was really busy watching soap operas from the 1980s for the past year. How am I going Stop to find? It. How am I going to How? find? I can't. Help. How do you I even? Love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, so you know, it's like I will fucking pay money to see don't, Joan I mean, Collins in front don't, of my eyes right Don't feel now. bad. Like. 
Watch what you like to like. I feel like, well, especially in this day and age, watch what you like to watch. Well, it's not even just that, but I always watch things late. You know, I like for things. You know, okay. so here's a big reason why I like to watch things late. So I remember when I was watching Mad Men on its regular schedule for a week, and then I was like, you know what? I'm sick of these fucking think pieces every week. Like all this, sh- like you fucking people with your. Hot I totally takes agree with this. My, I do this too. Sick. I do this too. And then it's like I think about Star Wars, and it's like I fucking happened to see it like when it came out this time. But it's like you know what? Maybe you guys should fucking go it's like hype put on the fucking it's preparation hype. age and cool your shit down hype, for a fucking bit before be you hop on the, the internet and start it's expressing yourself. People, people just want to have a hot take about something. Don't let it simmer. Don't let it percolate. Yeah, and it's you like gotta let it breathe. So you gotta let, let it breathe. breathe. You gotta let it breathe. Breathing and thinking and like really connecting with the material. Fucking downfall Maybe watching society. it more than once and like you nobody can really critically think about, about it because I think that sometimes we put too much value on our initial opinion about things. And so for me, I mean the the '80s like soap opera. I've been referencing it. That I was called myself mm-hmm. Hood Alexis Colby or whatever. <laughs> but like I've been watching Dynasty a lot and like I and I've been really <laughs> interesting about it because it came out during. Yeah. Reagan's America and things like that and you know and it at least started off as a very sophisticated critique of class in America and I was like holy shit this is like a and they were making this shit in the 80s yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and like I was like this is a soap opera I might be the only one who's old really enough crazy. to remember who shot but, JR yeah, yeah. No. I'm but, aging myself here yeah but after <laughs> that no no one no yeah are you I that mean, far into the show what no. are you that far in the, the show? Oh, I watched the whole. I okay. watched everything, and I watched that episode. Like, I watched that whole show so much. But I remember um, when I was like, Who I'm old there? too, but I just never watched yeah. soap operas. Well, yeah. and you know, and I was My never into soap it, operas or anything. But so how I in- came about watching Dynasty actually was that when I was like in high school or something, I went to the, like the um the library, the public library in Boulder City, Nevada, like which is like has like 10 bucks and Boulder City <laughs> Boulder City also has Tony's Pizza though yeah oh god <laughs> um, but um, that's the only good thing I know out there yeah but um, so I went there and there was actually a random book on queer theory and this is before I even like had any inkling of like queerness in myself weird how, old, how old are you dude I feel like I was a super 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 evil conservative like 14 year old so <laughs> like, I, I was just not uh, expecting I was not expecting evil conservative. No, yeah. I, I, I was. I was fucking horrible. Um, but he looks but the I, hate. He but I, hate. but I, but uh, I read this um, fucking uh, <laughs> queer theory book, and they were like, you know, like the first like portrayal of a gay man on television, like in a very outward way, was Dynasty in 1981 with Stephen Carrington, and so I was like, interesting, and that sat in the back of my mind, like in my subconscious, like rolling around for a few years, totally forgot about it. And then like, I saw like the case for it and I was like, oh, this looks interesting. Let me start watching this. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Stephen Carrington turned out to be an incredible disappointment as a kid, to be honest. (laughs) But the rest of the show is like really gripping and exciting. You know, I love, like I'm a big consumer of like dated film. I love like the warmth that you can see on film that you don't really see in the digital, like, fucking filming and shit like that and I love mm-hmm. like I love the accents that people have in those movies and like those films at the time because like now everybody like really wants to do something really relatable and true so people go watch world. Dynasty yeah so have fun with that also by the way since I'm making plugs right now wait am I also allowed to tell you about my favorite show from this year 
Yeah. yeah. Okay, so no, that's, yeah. first of all, not my favorite show from this year, but which I am demanding that the viewers of this mm-hmm. show go watch is the remake of Dynasty that's on the CW. I like it, even though it's a CW show. And hey, I would hey, like it. I like Flash. They have the Flash. And Green Lantern for a little bit. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or not Green Lantern, Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah so yeah. like, so. Yeah. But that show has been getting better and better, and I would like for it to last for more than one season. So please go watch it. And, you know, also. How's the like, acting? I, I like it, actually. And the thing is, they also have, like, a lot of up-and-comers who are doing really interesting things. And the main thing that I like about the show, besides the fact that it's is there black people crazy, on it? Yes, is that they decided to get okay. rid of the original Colby family and, like, decided to replace it with Africans. And it's like, all right, I'm here for that shit. <laughs> uh, and they decided to, like, See, I knew where that was going. like, this is yeah. CW. It's yeah. the CW. And they, they, got, decided they, got to they know their they got the original Crystal Carrington, who was, like, a blonde, pure goddess with, like, a more complex, like, woman who, her name is Cristal. And she's from Venezuela. Um, and so I love that. Ooh. And, like, you know, of course, CW loves to do that. But the main thing I want you to do is go support people this show because all these fucking, like, Reagan-American people who watched Dynasty in the 1980s are like, why do we need a fucking Mexican on this show? And it's like, she's not Mexican, first Venezuela. of all. But, like, yeah. Yeah. but besides that, it's just like, it's, it's a Liberals are ruining everything. Yeah, it's, it's they put people show. of color where there used to be fucking white people. Exactly. And that's so the thing. talking it's about people show. of color, mm-hmm. I, I mean, Atlanta, I think, came out in... 2016. Oh, but can we still talk about Atlanta? Can we do that? I can't wait for season two. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Atlanta's so fucking good. Oh, but I didn't tell you about my favorite show from 2017. <laughs> <laughs> I just decided to uh, use this period. To yeah, pe- yeah. I just used my time. Get it. What is your What is your favorite show? But my favorite show of 2017 so far, and it's not a perfect one, but it's a good one, is The Gifted, which is the um, it's on the uh, on Fox. I was gonna say that's on and Fox, and it's um. Fox finally decided to uh, fucking pull their goddamn head out of their asses and make a good X-Men sequel. I was going to say, that's based on the X-Men, like, and in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, right? It's kind of it's it's like a New Mutants kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. so it is really so, so, so to talk about it a little bit, like, you know, they use various, like, B, C, and D-list mutant characters, but they were like, you know, maybe we'll actually get into a little bit more nuance on the political side of things instead of just being like... Martin Luther King, Malcolm, Martin Luther King, good, Malcolm X, bad, like, which is what all the movies have been like, pretty much. And like, and the other thing that I really like about the movies or about the about the show is that like characters get a lot more development and a lot more screen time. And also, you know, I've always been like a really big fan of the X-Men, like comic. Fuck so, yeah. Like, a big I'm part right there of with it you. Yes. is that, you know, like the the characters in those books who are women like i don't know i've always always connected with like characters like that a lot more and i feel like on the gifted they finally get screen time and aren't just there to make wolverine sad and i think that's fucking cool like polaris <laughs> that's, is that's a really been the awesome shitty character part about all the movies all of every... all of the movies are because just like the comic professor book... xavier wolverine and, and they focus on the like the big magneto are yeah. really sad like they're like they're sad boys, and like then we get Jennifer Lawrence's mystique, and they're like also you can't be like you can't do direct action unless how you good are of a character is Storm in the comics brilliant book. brilliant character and then she fucking mar- she marries Black Panther. Well, and so this is my big critique about like the X Men films recently is like mystique like whatever we have to say about her about being like evil or like being about violent or abusive or blah blah blah. It's like in the films I think it's so insulting and that. 
they're like, well, Mystique can't be effective unless he's a good guy. And they completely rewrite that character. And I think that one of like the film universe's biggest failings is that they're like, well, you can't be a, a good guy and you can't be effective and you can't affect change unless I mean, as a woman specifically, you can't do any of those things unless you're a nice girl. Like, well, I think that comes from like not having any female directors. So, exactly. like Wonder Woman, I there agree. was like a female director. So, yeah. like the lack of like female directors, like female in power behind the scenes, like that's where that comes from. I have you seen? You. Have you seen the fucking outfits in Wonder Woman too? Like in the in the first one, they had like actual armor, and then because in the second one, isn't Michael Bay director? Someone's right. Like, oh, he's the one. Huh, yes, but oh, in the yes. in the second Snyder, one, like yeah. they're wearing bikini, like their armor. He's like, talking about bikinis. about Justice League, right? Or Justice League? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like it went from like no, it wasn't Michael Bay. It was like uh, Zack Snyder. Zack, Zack Snyder. Snyder. He also, but like in the up. yeah, in the first one, you know, like they're it's functional armor, and then you go to Justice League, and but, they're wearing fucking leather bikinis. So, and then the director of Wonder Woman is a woman, Patty Jenkins, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the highest gro- grossing movie with a woman is mm-hmm. yeah so and a woman director like all yeah. the like i don't that like how they do like oh it's a woman it's a different category like but at the same time like um, i mean it, it shows like for so long mm-hmm. like men in the film industry yeah. have said if you do like a female protagonist you're, it's not going to be successful yeah, yeah. So, but like, like women shows. are expected to watch male protagonists but right. women can't watch female protagonists yeah. mm-hmm. i don't know wonder woman was really awesome oh, but uh uh any other shows this people need to watch? Oh, I know. Ke- I know what Kevin's gonna say. Mm-hmm. Tell what? Kevin, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I was gonna go back to that real quick. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I haven't. I, I haven't even started. It's literally, I'm always behind on TV because I binge watch it on breaks. So this is. Mm-hmm. I, watched, I have never watched yeah, Game okay. of Thrones. I watched the first two seasons when it came out. Yeah. So back in 2009, 2010, and I put it off for a long time. So it's on season through season seven now. Mm-hmm. So I binge watched uh, th- in this year the. You know, season three through season seven. We got, H- it, we got HBO. It is I got HBO Go. It is literally the best show I've ever seen in my life. Like I I'm mean, so immersive. And like, they also have a woman like, protagonist. Yeah, too. Like, yeah. They they women, like, Khaleesi, about, like, like yeah, Khaleesi. Yeah, oh, yeah women. Yeah. And I like it because she's strong. Yeah, and nice. Every, and everybody, you know? I like her too uh, a lot. Also, to be mm. a female protagonist, you don't have to be nice. Yeah. I mean, no, no, you can right. be a bad bitch. That she's a bad. And bitch. there's also there's also she, Cersei also yeah, Cersei done. Lannister is also like a bad and an evil woman too. I want to like, like she's the oh my god uh, not me. So I metaphorical love front kick to her too. But 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 I do think that it's important for us to talk about this also. And like this is the other thing that I liked about Dynasty in the 1980s, in which I hope I will come <laughs> Back to, to like Dynasty. about too. But like in which I like about the X Men like having an ensemble cast <laughs> is that like I think that like too often too often we get hung up with this idea of like a protagonist who's like a strong fierce woman who kicks ass and it's like actually women who do good things come in all fucking shapes and mm-hmm. sizes and sometimes they're like sometimes they're soft and vulnerable sometimes they're hard and sometimes they're fucking assholes yeah and like sometimes they're evil and like and it's not just women. it's like you know it's, i like that, a show that's, like that's how you break the stereotype though is by showing them in all these different ways Diversity. yes exactly the and diversity as you know, it's, of the like obviously 51 percent of the population on earth 
different. Exactly. You know, and so for me, it's like I'm not really concerned with seeing any certain type of woman, although, for example, a strong woman is like really wonderful to see. But I think that there are some things that we really need to think about when we're like, you know, throwing out that strong woman narrative. And like one thing I think is sometimes our definitions of strength are really masculinized. Like, you know, oh, they like we're like, oh, she's ruthless. Like, what a fucking tough bitch or whatever. And it's like, you know, sometimes being strong is being able to just stand up and do the right thing. Or sometimes Mm -hmm. it's being able to endure a difficult circumstance and make something good out of it. Sometimes like being strong, there's showing kindness. There's so I think that we need to, you know, and like, it's like being a bad bitch or whatever. That's really cool. Or being, you know, X, Y, Z, but it's like, there are lots of forms of strength. There are lots of forms of womanhood. There are lots of forms of humanity. Game of Thrones. They do a really good job of that. That's awesome. They show like so many different types of women who are like in strong positions. Like you have Cersei, who's like the bad, like evil like woman who does things just for her own like self like protection Mm -hmm. then you have um Daenerys Daenerys who does things for the people also for herself but But then you also have like I think hers the best because like but then you have she does stuff for herself she Mm -hmm. does stuff like for her people and then like she listens to everyone too which is very important like she's like a an awesome leader as well. Mm-hmm. And like, people don't think she's a, like a good leader because she listens yeah. to people and whatever. This, this but like, about it. you yeah. have the Stark sisters, mm-hmm. the Starks okay. too. Yeah. yeah like mm-hmm. the badass chicks, mm-hmm. like rolling around and just, fucking, uh, it's just it's such a great show. I've like immersed myself into it and mm-hmm. watched it and like looked, you know, read through it. And like, even read the history before the game of Thrones. I didn't see Kevin, for literally the last three weeks of summer, yeah. when he was binge watching it came Game out, of yeah, Thrones, yeah, yeah. no, 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 I started. I started in season three. Started yeah, season yeah. three to catch up before it came out. And yeah. right, he right, exactly. literally yeah. every day was like pouring through like four or five episodes a day. No, no it'd, it'd be good. like one or two. There are three. Maybe. And sometimes you got to rewatch. But on the so weekend, on the weekends, it'd be like, oh, I never rewatched it a couple times already. But what I love about Game of Thrones too is like you have like the women who play prostitutes who also have complex characters. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They have story. They're not just they're prostitutes. Like, they're right. not just getting paid for sex. Like they're also like human beings who have mm-hmm. stories, who have, you know, mm-hmm. ideas and thoughts, and like they're actual like real people. Exactly. Who's that little weasel again? That fucking little figure. Yeah. Little figure. I really want a front kick him too. Yeah. yeah. He just like there's no there, there's no the me- like, get a front kick. There's no he metaphorical there. There's he's a, he's uh, a man little, too. So I could, he owns all the brothels. Yeah. You know, basically, he's just and he's such just a, little a little weasel. Fuck, he just yeah. slimes in through on a bunch of shit, and I'm just like, oh, dude. I'm I'm looking forward to he got deaded Game though. Of Thrones. Yeah, I will yeah. say that no, it's I know. good to like, say the greatest. That's strong ass words. The greatest TV show ever. Strong ass words. I mean, Have you seen Step by Step? <laughs> <laughs> Full house. That's how I went. That's how I went back. <laughs> take take his mic. I was gonna say. <laughs> go to say the Wire and the Sopranos. Yo, the Sopranos yeah, is fucking dope. I saw it for the Sopranos first time. Sopranos fire, right Wire I fire. The Oz is. I love it's Oz. Like. Oz is raw though. Dude, I feel really bad, but this is an example of me being a super fucking conservative evil fourteen year old. Is that like my mom was like watching Oz or something, and I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure there are fucking gays in that show, so I'm not watching that. And it's like now I'm like, dude. Let's celebrate. You know, I'm just like, hey, gays, let's get together and yeah, party. Like, Captain Mayhem, I still remember him for his character. He played on Oz. That's right. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, the, the other guy, the other farmer's guy. Oh, the white guy, uh, Schillinger? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Schillinger? I forgot about that guy. Yeah. yeah. Crazy white supremacist. Yeah. What's his name? They both got insurance. though, is my man with the beanie off to the side. That's right. We. So the white. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The white supremacist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's an awesome actor, though. Like, in everything. In everything he's in, he is fucking spectacular. Okay. All right. All right. We should, like. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What are we doing now? Some uh, some local news now or what? Let's, because we need to get to this before we get to other stuff. Mm, all right. Let's do our rapid fire questions for them. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, we're, going, we're going for it. Okay. So this is what right. it is. Can you need to pass the mic? Look, some of them are easy. Some of them yeah. are more controversial. We'll, we'll mix it up a little bit. So the first question. Wait, Evan, who's going first? Evan and Monica. You guys can just answer whoever liked her first. Yeah, just we'll like. Do, we'll do Monica first for this one, then Evan for this one. Or and then Evan for are the these gender one. stereotypes? I said we're gonna alternate. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know. Ever since you mentioned, ma- he made fucking problem. Ever since Evan mentioned Mad Men, it makes me want to have a cigarette and be wo- and just start women. PC culture. <laughs> Anyways, favorite place to eat in Rita? Easy one. Ooh, shit. I mean, it's not easy. It depends on what mm. I'm feeling. If I want Mexican food, probably Bertha Miranda's. See, this is a good type of answer. Okay. okay. If okay. I want Thai food, um, mm. Thai chili. Okay. Ooh, yeah. I like Thai chili. What about a, a hamburger? If you want a hamburger, Midtown Eats, their bison burger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn. Former vegan Monica Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> also, going back to vegan after watching um, that movie I watched the other night, Ocha. Okay. All right. Yeah. Evan, what about you? Favorite places to eat in Reno? Well, so let me think about all of my favorite. I mean, I. Even New York, because I like to go to New York too. I. That's secret. You'll have to pay for my premium. Ah! Snapchat if you're <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not even on but, Snapchat. I'm but uh, well, then you can't pay for it. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I mean, you can, but I can't help you after that. Um, but no, I mean, I will faithfully go to India Kebab and taste of oh. India like every time. Um, like that's like that's like a priority for me. Because it's say. better to ask him because he doesn't live here, so he's gonna yeah, give yeah. good answers. Yeah, so that's priority for me. If I want Italian, I will go to Mario's Portofino. Um, Ooh, so good. Like, that place so, is good. Oof, I've only daddy. been there once. But I need to go back in. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Uh, for um, let's see what else. Where else? Burger. Like, you feel like a burger. Burger. I don't often feel like a burger, but <laughs> um. I don't know if they make this anymore, but once in a pot of time, they used to make the Portobello burger at Midtown Eats, and I really liked that at the time, but I haven't been in a while. Mm. Um, let's see. Burger. Um, and then let me think. Go back to burgers. Oh, you want me to? You want, <laughs> what do you want him to say? Kevin, Kevin likes the meat. He said the Portobello burger yeah. from Midtown, Midtown Eats. Eats. Yeah. That's still on the menu, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Is I don't it? know if it's still on the menu. Dude, it's probably months. a thing of the past. But I like, like Portobello much. It's still too much. Yeah. Um, but, um, and then what else is there? So Mexican food. That's an important one. Um, yeah, we are on the West Coast. I've been struggling with this recently because I don't want to name names, but I went to a Mexican food place last night and ordered like some enchiladas, and it was truly a struggle. Like, honestly, I fucking opened up my enchiladas, and it was just like the cheese was unmelted. And so I was like, this is an act of cruelty. This is a violation of human You're rights. Put them on blast right I'm now? calling Amnesty International. Put no, them on blast. Because, <laughs> Lay it because out there. people Lay it make out mistakes. There. And so this, right. is the, this is your fucking warning because, look, motherfuckers, fuck this up again, and I'm going to let the world know what the fuck you fucked up, bitch. But... <laughs> Um, I'm still disappointed. That being yeah. said, um, where do I like to go? 
I, I Monica, I agree with Bertha. My parents were talking about how much mm. they miss Bertha. Actually, Miranda. yeah. Um, so you know, I think I'm gonna have to pass on the Mexican question because I'm still fucking on the hunt. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I just want to uh, give a shout out to uh, Nam Eats though for some you late that. night buffalo mac and cheese burritos. Oh, Bro, the so, dope. What the fuck? The one with French yeah. fries, Cal- the Cali Hell burrito. Good. And then I like to add uh, hot sauce and barbecue mm-hmm. sauce. I do both the sauces. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the next place, uh, best place to take a dog. This one was more for Monica. Yeah. Take um, a dog? Yeah, yeah, like to take a walk or hang out. I, mean, I, where, I didn't want to say dog park because yeah. I didn't want to limit it to dog park. Yeah, where do you take, I take my, my baby dogs Charlie? To Bebo's. That's good. Because mm. they got snacks for them too, as well. Mm-hmm. Around uh-huh. the block. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh-huh. I think the best place to take a dog is directly into my arms. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there we All go. Right. All right. And All then right. I have three dogs uh-huh. for you that you can just. Yeah. Dude. I'm into so it. Hard. You better watch out with Charlie because that's my baby right there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, next one, uh, Lil' Kim, Nicki Minaj. Which one? Lil', Lil Kim. Kim. Sorry, Evan, but uh. Nicki Minaj. No, I no. Let him answer it first before you say anything. <laughs> Lil' don't, Kim or Nicki Minaj, I'm Evan? Don't answer for him, woman. <laughs> no, yeah. Nicki. Nicki? All yes. right, all right. <laughs> Do you guys want to? Ex- I'm happy to explain why. You got explain, explain. I, and I'm happy, but I want to hear what I want to hear your perspective. All right, I want to hear your perspective. Explain, first. explain. Go on. You well, go you first. Well, you already offered. No, your you, pro- okay. I did not offer. So you go okay, first. so okay, so fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, See, I love a good this ass question. But you know what? Okay, so here's the thing: is I really, 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 really love Lil Kim, and I don't think anybody could ever question that. Like, I know you obviously do. That's why I, I was surprised. But I, you know, the thing is, at the end of the day, I, like I have to be like, or I don't have to be, but I choose to be Team Nikki because, first of all, like it's a multi-point plan. Like when I when I have to address the, like the issues between them and or all facts. This, it's facts. like I like them, but like it's like First fact, category. like you know, point number one. Like the comparisons between Nicki Minaj and Lil Kim are extremely lazy and pathetic. It's like they both happen to wear wigs at one point in their career, and then people like it, come on. It and is the sexist. thing is, and like it's people like people are like oh, Lil, like Nicki Minaj stole Lil Kim's flow. It's like they like have similar flows at certain points, but it's like let's be perfectly honest. And I love Lil Kim, so this is not me bashing her. But Lil Kim has a very, <laughs> very, very limited like musical output in terms of like what she does. Like that's the original, you know. I mean, in terms of music, not just in terms of everything that she did, but in terms like musically, Nicki Minaj, the breadth of like what she's capable of doing as an artist is like much, much, much larger. Like Nicki Minaj like pushes her pen a little bit more than Lil Kim does, even if I like a lot of what Lil Kim does more. Then my other thing is like how they approach their beef like in media is something that I really, really evaluate. And the thing is, Nicki Minaj has really stuck to her story. And like when Lil Kim's like, oh, Nicki Minaj came out and disrespected me and blah, 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 and had no respect for all the other girls. That's a fucking lie. I watched every single thing from the beginning in time. Nicki Minaj shouted out Lil Kim from the very beginning of her career perpetually while Lil Kim has maintained this very pathetic lie. <laughs> I mean, and I, I, and like, I'm not trying to shit on Lil Kim about this, but it's like, it's just like Rimming Ma's doing right now, where it's like you come out and you just make up shit because you can't, like, it's like, if you're fucking mad and if you don't like somebody, then just come out and say it. Just say it. Don't make up shit. Like, and don't like, fu- like, and that's the thing. It's like, it's, and it's just like, 
I don't. I hate. <laughs> sorry if there are any cancers or Gemini's in the room, no. but it's like some <laughs> serious cancer and Gemini shit where it's like you realize that you like are you're you're in your feelings and like you start like stepping back and like starting like to like change like your facts and things like that and like Lil Kim is like oh I was planning all this shit with Birdman or oh I was doing like it's always something it's always a new reason for why this has been going on and it's like just say you're fucking mad just admit it like that's okay. all you have to okay. do okay okay <laughs> alright so we heard from Evan and then Nicki Minaj alright what about you yeah, so why think, Lil Kim why Lil Kim why yeah I think just like beef aside because beef is bullshit anyways yeah absolutely especially like this day and age with like twitter and whatever like back in the day when like lil kim was coming up like there was no twitter there was no bullshit it was like you're just measured on like your lyrical ability and also who you came up with as well like biggie right so i think if you compare like any Nicki minaj album that has come out compared to like hardcore yeah i don't think any Nicki Minaj album compares or can measure up to hardcore. I agree with you, but to be honest, I'm... like if we're thinking, if we're talking about like lyrical, like and also like flow as well, like Nicki Minaj is like a, a punchline queen, right? Yeah. There's a lot of similes. There's a lot of punchlines. It's very much like that, uh, that like Little Wayne style, which is yeah. like okay for like that genre. Yeah. But when we think about like hip hop and trying to tell a story and also when you think about feminism as well i think little kim has done so much more from like for like women in the hip-hop culture compared to Nicki minaj i, I feel like Nicki is more Nicki's more of like a misogynist in my eyes than lil kim by far because Nicki's always trying to bring down other women in hip-hop and Nicki okay, well. also <laughs> <laughs> And Nikki, I feel like doesn't do I wish, as I wish much we had for video like to see women right in now. the hip hop culture as no, Little no, no, Kim has done. Yeah, and I agree with you. I, I I hate to if you're if you're continuing, don't let me interrupt. No, you're fine. Um, but I, I do just, want to offer. Hold, hold on. Okay, go on. <laughs> no, you're fine. Okay, I'm gonna no, keep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. I think <laughs> if we're measuring based on like everything in MC. Or rapper, yeah. Um, lyrical ability, I think Little Kim takes it. If we're talking about beef or whatever, or coming up and being moral like, high ground, not really moral not high. Really. Like Little Kim, that, I'm sorry, has, sorry, wrong bitch. word. Beat petty, petty high ground. No, I mean, I don't think I don't want to get in like because at, their feelings on it, their we feelings on it are about, equally like, valid. Talent, like talent in general, like yeah. I think Nicki Minaj is talented. Well, I, I think you guys agree on that. Sean. Okay. Okay. So I think Nicki Minaj is talented. I think mm-hmm. she does have talent, but I think that she does not use her talent to the best of her abilities. I think she uses too many similes. I think she mm-hmm. uses too much punchline. I think if she told the story the way that Kim tells her story, the way that Kim uses uh, female empowerment and female sexuality, the way that she uses it, I think she would be on par with Little Kim. But the reason why I don't think she's on par is because she just does not um, speak to the females in hip hop as much as Lil Kim does because she just tries to bring down females more than Lil Kim does. Okay. And I appreciate this perspective. And like, so I am not saying that you're wrong and I'm mm-hmm. not going to like, I'm not going to disagree, but I will rebut here just because yeah, let's, let's do it. I will rebut because I think that for <laughs> okay, example, uh, we have to say, 
we have a time like we either, we're, we're not gonna throw this into a full-on debate yeah but i will just but i also want to so say that this is the problem with, this got, is the problem with 60 seconds each this Go. is the problem with hip-hop because right now we're comparing little kim to Nicki minaj exactly. when we should be talking about like strong women in hip-hop yeah. not comparing little kim to Nicki minaj because they're both talented in their own right we should be talking about like who is talented in women and in hip-hop which both evan and i have yeah, expertise very, in very, very, okay um, so i think that's okay, wait, 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 wait. Question. blame sean for this question not yeah. everybody else oh, no. blame Sean's their wait, previous debate show. on yeah. the boogie yeah. down book club for yeah. this question right, no our debate is, no, no 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 our debate in boogie down book club was about whether or not women should have their own no, segmented yeah. area in hip-hop yeah. That is segmented away from men in hip hop, not whether or not and Nicki Minaj is better than Lil Kim. So we're playing into it right now because this is what like men in hip hop try to do. They try to pin like women against other women. Right now we should be talking about okay, should women have their own like segmented area in hip hop or should they just be included in hip hop in general? And my argument is yes, there should be just women it's in not a women hip-hop, in boys not, be, not a women in guys. Not be women it's, in hip hop should just then be who's your favorite, favorite MC of all time. What? No, female no. MC. No, we're going. No, to... because that's that just question. plays that's back. A... That just plays back into that's it. That's why. Like... Yeah, I was thinking of that. Well, we're trying to highlight. Are we going to go to women? Uh, we're trying to highlight yeah. women. Because you guys, that's like, your, not that's very like a, many hip hop fans like, could speak. It is like a dichotomy. It's like a, it's like yes. a dichotomy. It's like, do we want to highlight the women so, aspect of the MCs it, or do we want to all, all the same level? So the MCs who speak to me as a female in this world would be Rhapsody. Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. I can't say Nicki Minaj. I'm sorry. That's fine. Nicki. You don't have to. And the thing Lil is, Kim, Jean Grey has Queen my Latifah. heart. Though. Like, oh my god, I love Jean Grey. I Jean love Grey. Queen Latifah too. Yeah, it's my girl. Yeah. Diddy uh, Scott MC also. Yeah. So, um, and you know, we can have our discussion further about Nicki Minaj at a separate time. I would like to talk to you more about that yes, because let's. I think it's. I think that there's more to it than we got the chance to talk about. But for me, um, we have Jean Grey in common, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I mean, we have Rhapsody in, like, in common, certainly. We're not just focusing on women, obviously. Or, like, I don't know if that's... I don't. I wasn't paying enough attention, sorry. Um, but... Um, don't worry about it. I'm lost. So, too. yeah, Jean Grey, Rhapsody, very fucking important to me. I really, really, even though she's such an asshole, Azealia Banks is extremely important to me. Um, let's see. Who else? Uh, Missy Elliott. I can't leave her out of this. Fuck yeah. Um, you know, I will say that Nikki is important to me um, as well. Not... You know, I think that a lot of people cite her stats and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's just not like what matters to me. What matters to me for her in particular is, and I think that I like Nicki Minaj in the same way that I like Hillary Clinton, where it's like, I really enjoy a lot of what you've done. And I think that you, and I think that in many ways you are a force of nature, but I also understand that your praxis is flawed. And so like, you know. I I I I I will never be the kind of person that's like you know your feelings about Nikki are wrong. Just like I would never be like your feelings about Hillary are wrong. But it's like, but she is very important to me, and I think that for me being like a queer person, I think that that was. I mean, the before and after like reality for and like Nicki Minaj is not a queer woman as far as I know, but a lot of gay men found their entry into hip-hop i mean and they found it with kim as well but it was kind of different back then versus now and that may be a temporality debate or anything like that blah 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 who gives well, a shit about that that's when i thought of this question i was thinking more along the lines of like 
a new school female rapper like Nicki Minaj versus someone who came out in like the heyday of golden era. And I can't even do that because if I'm like, if I have to like throw my like my spheres, I was going to say throw my balls in the air, but I'm talking about juggling. And it's like, if I have to think about Lil Kim, Foxy Brown and Nicki Minaj, then it's like, for me, it's Foxy Brown. Or Lauren Hill. Well, and like Lauren Hill, like is like, like if I'm thinking about like people that are super important to me, like beyond like all things. And it's like, obviously Lauren Hill. It's like, honestly, if you don't think that you're Lauren Hill's son, then like you're fucking wrong. Like Lauren Hill, (laughs) (laughs) come on. Yeah. You know, she's incredible. Um, and so, you know, but, you know, and the thing is, like, when I think about my favorite artists with that, with a few exceptions, it's like, in general for me, it's like, um, you know, it's for me, it's women in general. And, and I think it's because, and this is just my generalization where I'm coming at it, is I think that because there's so much gatekeeping and so much bullshit that women have to do, it's like women have to be more interesting sonically and, like, do a lot or, like, take on a whole lot more labor to even... Yeah crack the doorway to even to get, get considered and so yeah. for me it's like that's what i want to fucking hear like do you think i'm really uh, i genuinely am completely absolutely no questions asked disinterested in seeing a fucking another straight dude rapper come and be like i'm cooking up cracking up pyrex like nick fuck out of here yeah <laughs> that means nothing yeah to me. but no, it, and, like, and it's like but then you get 800 of them and mm-hmm. i'm thinking about that like cardi record that i wrapped over tonight and it's like you know cardi does a pretty good job of it i don't really like love that song very much and mm-hmm. i don't think that she's like a particularly like brilliant lyricist or anything like but that's not all it's about but then it's like i hear her on that record and then i hear 21 savage sorry 21 but i'm about to just fucking blow your head off right now it's like <laughs> that bom, verse bom, is bom, fucking bom. trash yeah so no. but then you have Brockhampton, right where yeah. like the main dude brilliant. in Brockhampton he comes out as like queer right he yes. comes out as like a queer rapper in the music like, you don't even. fucking have that anywhere else I mean yeah. would that have even but been possible four years ago him yeah. into being like a queer rapper no absolutely no. So then, not like, why would you pigeonhole women into be like women rappers yes exactly right? no so, it's so to give some background on this like just to like further like you know give a background on the conversation there was like a time in my life like very recently where I was like you know I like to talk about women in rap as like in that segmented space because for me I was like they need their own space because we don't give them the same visibility as men if we throw them all into the same place but I you know did a lot of thinking about this and like really did a lot of research and it's like you know giving like like ghettoizing women that doesn't fucking help anything that just like removes them from the conversation if you really want to help like women in rap become more visible then talk about them in conversation in your discussions about men and also for all the fucking men out there who literally say to yourself oh i've never heard a dope female mc or like because she's like sexualized like she can't be dope or shit like that fuck yourself <laughs> rethink your bullshit and try again yeah, because no. there are a lot of truly dope female mcs Probably, and you know, and don't fucking continually move the goalposts for women like, while you leave it in too, the same when you're place. You're like, oh, like I have like my top male MCs and my top like female MCs. Like that shit. That's like, stupid. That's stupid, right? It's, it's uh, there's stupid. a couple of parallels you can draw like, here. Yeah. Like one is like with race. It's the same thing. Do you want separate like highlights of race or do you want to have them go against? But like a good parallel, I think, is with sports with and uh, female athletes. There's no reason a female lyricist can't compete against male lyricists. They should be all under the same thing. So, like, you shouldn't create separate categories. Like, there's no physical difference between vocal cords or anything like that. So, like, I I think, like... It's all about, like, Title IX. Like, Title IX came into, like, the... the 
my colleagues, uh, you know, make women's sports the same and equal as men, basically. But women can't compete against men physical capacity, of course. But yes, but that they should tra- still that, have. But that's transcend over to the like you know. Yes, so, that they, so, the, like, so there's a category. It's not the same as sports. It's not. It's not. So like it shouldn't be that, like that, that when you come mental, to awards. Like women agree. don't have smaller brains than men. Right. Right. Exactly. They don't have smaller. Their vocal like, you, cords you aren't different. Smaller, Your mouths you don't a, pronounce a, words. A smaller vocabulary than men, of course. But that I'm saying. Because of that, also has transcend to give that category. Like everything's separate now. Like let's separate this. Let's separate that. Let's separate. Right. But we you shouldn't really do that. To. Yeah. yeah. Shouldn't. Well, need I to. think that it's important that we like kind of expand to that point a little bit because you know I I mean even talking about Title Nine and like that separation there, it's like you know though like it's like I think that I have to disagree. It doesn't, obviously doesn't begin there. It's like, you know, we have to remember it. And, and this still very pl- much plays out in music is that, yeah, it's like the world, but it's like, you know, women for most of history have been considered commodities and it's like it in hip hop women are especially considered. I mean, everybody in, I mean, everybody in commercial hip hop is a fucking commodity, like- but like in like, you know, it's like everybody in, like commercial hip hop in general, except for maybe a couple of people, those are commodities for a greater system of power at work. And so if we consider that, it's like they're just different. Like people occupy different points in the hierarchy in terms of like who's a commodity. And some commodities have more power over other commodities. And that's fucked up. But like, it's like, you know, we have to understand that it's like the role that women play in hip hop is not just because like, Oh, like we're like separating them because it's like of this like fictional institution, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it's because like we assign and remove social capital and rights based on what point you like occupy in the hierarchy. And it's like, the best thing you can do in my opinion and this takes a great deal of emotional labor and like probably physical labor and political energy is to just say you know this hierarchy is fictional and we have to start dismantling the institutions that keep this fiction in play you know so we have to i mean i think about this shit i i just wrote a fucking paper about this and i'm still fucking pretty livid about it is i think about rick ross being like oh well i could never sign like a female rapper because i'd be afraid of spending money on her and not fucking her and it's like you literally think about this person as like yeah and it's like you think about this human being you think about this human being as you know something that you can purchase, and it's they're like, not thinking but of that's as just, a human being. So like, but that's yeah. just like the major label like mentality too, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like Salt and Peppa like came up like on an independent label, mm-hmm. you know, came up as like very strong females, had very strong like feminist like lyrics, mm-hmm. didn't have to sexualize themselves. Mm-hmm. But then like as you go into like Foxy Brown and Little Kim, mm-hmm. like yes, like maybe they wanted to be like sexualized, maybe they didn't, like yeah. who knows? Yeah. But like feminism comes down to a choice. And like yeah, if you choose definitely. to be like a sexual being in hip hop like and that's your choice and that's like feminism whatever i think now like with the internet if you choose to be that like sexualized hip hop character like that's your choice mm-hmm. but like with like major labels like that's the only thing you were pigeonholed to was like if you're a female you have to be there sexual wasn't really a choice for them. you can't be like an mc you can't be a rapper you have to be like sexual before you're like an mc or a rapper right so like if you go back to Rick Ross, like he thinks of like women as like these sexual mm-hmm. beings because they're not first like MCs or talented or whatever. So I think now that we have like these independent labels and we have like the internet, 
consent. Like now we can have more women who can be sexual if they want to be, or they can be just MCs if they want to be like Rhapsody yeah. or. Yeah. And I agree with that to, to a profound extent, but like the thing that, and I think that I don't remember if we talked about this very much, but you know, and I, there's nothing wrong with having like more than one job or hip hop being your side hustle, but it's like, you know, I think about how, I mean, and I'm sure you think about this too, is like, you know, the intersections of feminism and capitalism and blah, blah, blah. And how, like, you know, capitalism is just an inherently violent system against women. And like, I mean, it's an inherently violent system against all people. Like, and, you know, we get this sense that things are democratized and people can just go record their own things. But and then it's and they can and they can publish their own shit. But it's like in terms of visibility, and in terms of being able to feed yourself, it's like capitalism very much comes into play and in reifying sexism. So I, I don't want to be a fucking one of those assholes. It's like if your praxis doesn't include dismantling the bullshit of capitalism, then fuck that. But <laughs> let me just be the person to say right now, you know, it's like it. address. It's a common like, theme on the you know, show. It's so. like address, yeah, yeah. you know, and, 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 you know, that's just like what I think about it because I find that um, I, I love this idea that people can have the choice to like be a sexual being or like do whatever they want. And I really like that, but I never ever want to tell anybody that there isn't a sacrifice being made there or that you have to, you know, it's just like, I always think about this idea of fucking praxis and all this bullshit. And it's like this negotiation still sucks. Like, um, and I mean, it's like, yeah, you can, you can publish your own shit and do things like that. But can you, are you always able to publish a quality record? Are you always able to get it in front of people? Or, you know, obviously not because all of these gatekeeping mechanisms have been democratized too. But I guess like, what's your goal, right? Like, is yeah. your goal to be a brand or is your goal to be an artist? Like, yeah, I think yeah. right now that like really separates a lot of like upcoming, like, rappers and like hip-hop artists is like yeah. there's so many like mumble rappers who just want to be a brand, brand. They sell where there's like hip-hop brands. artists like, who just no, want to be fucking mcs and like want to do their art who don't give a fuck about like reaching the masses they just yeah. like want to be well part and the of consumer the is also shaped by these yeah forces too so yeah. or the, the people listening that. they're you know what have they been taught what stereotypes have been reinforced for them yeah so when they hear a female artist like how are they interpreting what she's saying yeah also is affected so it's not just up to the artists because even if they do whatever, there's going to be people who are going to reject them out of the box. That's just true. because of the sh- like shapes of capitalism and sexism that have like reinforced what they think of a woman, yeah. what they think like like the Rick Ross thing, like, what they think a, a rapper should be, yeah, or what they think a female rapper should be. So yeah. they might hear something and be like, "Oh, this they're going to reject it." Yeah, yes, yeah. just because of these other outside forces that have influenced them that they're not aware of. But that's why I think like 2017 was like such a good year for, I think like women in hip hop, like yeah. Rhapsody's, like yeah. Layla's wisdom, like was so like female empowerment was so like lifting up other women in the industry. Like I want to see more of that, like going into 2018. I think we with, will like, see that because no, this will. was a really good yeah. year for, I mean, even, yeah. I mean, and like, I'm not trying to beat the Nicki Minaj horse, but it's like, even this year she's like, yeah, I'm coming. I like made a record with Cardi. However, that came about, but like she's putting out a record with Trina and it's like even the one person who is the most defensive about their position in the game is like you know what we're not going to do this anymore and she's like I'm going to you know and I, I think, think that's great sh- and it's like Remy Ma and Lil Kim who like hated each other for a fucking decade decided to like squash their beef and make yeah. a song together mm-hmm. like and it's like however these dynamics come about I know Raw Digga said this on Twitter the other day and she was like you know 
there was a very, very brief moment in hip hop where like women could collaborate with one another, even if they didn't like each other. And I think that we're getting back to that again. Dude, it's diversity. So like, yeah. I fucking love Trina. Oh, so me too. Trina, baddest bitch. She's the baddest <clears throat> bitch. I but like love her as well. that just shows like you had Trina and you had Lauren Hill mm-hmm. and you had little Kim and you had Missy Elliott, like mm-hmm. all these women in the quote unquote, yeah. like mainstream. And it's like so diverse. Like we need to get back to that. Well, but, I think no, no. Like if you, <clears throat> if you listen to up in the mix radio plug, shameless plug, we put a lot of, wi- <laughs> we put a lot of women on there all the time. No, go. we do because like, um, like me and Sean love uh, Lizzo all the time. Yeah. You know, like look at his smile. Like I wish we, I wish we had the get me started. Yeah, that's that's like no. We play a bunch of like because like uh, like you said like 2017 definitely a big step for women in hip hop. But know? I think 2017 mm-hmm. in general the theme mm-hmm. has been intersectionality. Like yes. people mm-hmm. starting to examine sexism and gender and race mm-hmm. and these things where they intersect. And, People not getting away from the fucking bullshit that and they do. And calling out and these like, more nuanced things that are difficult to little see. Little hands started it, you know what I mean? But then, like, how many people... It has been... I think it, has, like it does trend. tie into the what, election of the fucking... Yeah, and so many, like, President the me, Little that, Caesar. That Me Too movement on... on little you Caesars, know, remember? And all that. that. What? He's the Little Caesars of presidents. Oh, yeah, but... Not you. No, no. We'll, <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll we forbid. made this joke on a past podcast. Yeah, I know, but I'm fucking lost right now. We've been... I haven't been talking in a while, hey, so hey, I've been drinking. So a positive note for 2017 is for women. I'm gonna give that. Yeah. You know, throw that for women. Or just have, for like, all, gone, like, like no, no, no. I'm saying no. Like we're all people. underrepresented no. groups. But there's there's just so I know, many I know, out I know there. We like, to, uh, I know we want to solve all like, fucking world's problems in one year, but no, this is like divide it to one thing. Like mm. women have really came far in 2017. Like the Me Too movement, all the fucking Captain Little Hands bullshit, mm-hmm. and then all every people that have fallen. How many people have fallen this year? We've had a section on our show. Of creepy dudes raping right. people because of dudes falling and finally yeah. being held accountable for their actions for yeah. the first time in a long time, like yeah. at least since World mm-hmm. War II, yeah. then people were like following, you know. But it's a theme. So it's, it's just, a good, so it's, this has it's been a something brought to light, I think, by the current political yeah. climate. So it's a good yeah. thing for 2017 yeah. that, like, really, I say women have taken a step forward. Which is like kind and of a bummer that it's 2017 like back, and it's but. like just <laughs> now, like, all these people are like, oh my God, like, but, ra- but racism, racism is no. Still we literally said yeah. last on the last yeah. podcast, yeah. we were like, "This is how white people felt in the '50s mm-hmm. when they realized yeah. how <laughs> racist the fucking people yeah. were towards black people." Yeah. Men are feeling like that right now. They're like, "Oh my god!" Mm-hmm. Like women, have, there's a lot of sexism and shit. I going can on. tell. I can tell you, like as a woman in my profession, like I've had bosses, like even current bosses, who have been like oh, you're so pretty, like, you shouldn't be doing, like, analytic stuff, or you shouldn't be into numbers, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, like reducing you to, like, your fucking yeah. looks, of what you should yeah. do based on your looks? Yeah, it's crazy. Now, I think one of the creepiest things <laughs> as a teacher I hear is when other teachers describe the girls always talk about how they Jesus look physically. Christ. And it's not just the male teachers that do this. Female teachers will do this, too. Like, I posted, a, like, we shared, a, like, on the thing, we posted a picture of, like, the volleyball team, me, like, me and the team. And, like, two female teachers like, well, look at all, like, the girls are so pretty. And I'm like, they're fucking good at volleyball, too. 
It's just something we do yeah, as a society. But also, society like shapes the volleyball that shorts that they make the girls wear. I, Dude, honestly, they're little ass I, fucking I, kids, I, and you got them dressed like that. that. I had a thing about. I talked about that. I told you about that. That's so That's so like pedophilia at its finest. Like middle school girls wearing fucking short ass booty shorts. I've seen people like let's go watch volleyball girl like play play music. I've been in music, and they go like let's play music. Let's go play music at the volleyball game. Kid wear normal shorts. You got in that trouble for that? Really? They're like, like no, no, like, like that girl can't play. I'm I don't like, know how parents are okay with uh, that. Like that was that's so weird. It's, I thought that was a young kid. That's no, not, I'm not gonna let my little Latina daughter fucking be like I'm that. I'm not no. saying that like there needs to be you know like religious like chastity whatever like girls no. can wear whatever the fuck like, they want. Not, this doesn't have to go so past. When they're forced to go wear past their like knees. and they girls themselves don't want to wear. And they remember back in the day. Remember back in the day, their skirts had to go past their knees. That's in like the 60s, 60s, 50s. Just like, like in Mad Men? Mm-hmm. Like back then, like this girls had to go past their knees and now they're first forced to wear something. Also, that That's wasn't, that, sh- that like wasn't cool either. I'm of just course, saying I'm there just saying like how the times have changed, how the times have changed. It's there like crazy. Or something. Like, yeah, exactly. And like, cheerleaders too, like it really like, pisses me it's, off. It's kind of weird. When that, schools like, have yeah. cheerleaders and they're walking around in an outfit for cheerleading that they wouldn't be allowed to wear to school right. during the day. Right. Thank you. Right, it's fucking stupid. And they're six, like this girl would get in trouble, would get dress coded for wearing the thing she's forced to play athletics in. Well, and it just like comes about. I mean, and it's like I, I, I think this is a discussion, maybe in some ways, for a whole other podcast. But it's just like I think about. It's like school sports is like just another. I mean, in some ways, it can be really great about be like team building and like building confidence and blah blah blah. But then you also have to think about it. It's like also a commodity factory. It's about making money. And it's like, and if that's the case, it's like they're like, oh, it's a commodity factory, so we're gonna have these black boys playing basketball, so we can sell them off to whoever. And then it's like we're gonna have our girls. It's like fucking wearing shit that we would never ever even dream about having them wear anything like, because they're like, the because they're like come to our yeah. like and you know and it's like we can act like this is just like an accident of character or whatever but it's like you know fucking damn well that somebody was like yo let's throw these little girls in some like skimpy ass shit and people are gonna come to our football games money, and shit yeah. like that like yeah. fuck out of here hoochie wally wally hoochie bang bang like has hanging just hung out with my two nieces like I ne- like like it bothers me that the first thing people always talk about is how pretty they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's it starts with when you're a baby, like they're twins. There's a boy and a girl. They always talk about like how strong or you know like how active the boy is and they always talk about how pretty the girl is. Also, please don't ever get gender specific toys. Like please don't ever buy your kid who's no, a, no, a girl a fucking kitchen. Or get them a doll and get your boy a truck. I have two nieces and a nephew. They're all within a month of each other. The twins and my other. They got matching Spider-Man motorcycles, all three of them. Good job. And they got, what was the other thing they all three got? They all three got like an elephant piano thing from my my parents. I got them, like last year I got them Wu-Tang onesies. Oh, shit. One black, one yellow. Not yeah. fucking yeah. pink. I didn't get the fucking pink one. Good job. Good but, job. like, it's just, like, my, my brother, it's something he, because he's, you know, the father of twins, it's something he's, like, consciously aware of and talking about. Yeah. Because it starts when they're literally fucking two years old. Mm-hmm. You treat babies. It's a it's a exper- thought experiment I yeah. do with my students when we talk about gender. I'm like, describe, I'd, like, have half of them describe a baby girl. And have them describe a baby boy, and then we look at the words that are used and the things they're describing. 
And it's always with looks with the girl, even though they're fucking babies. They look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're um, they're all cute. As fuck, it's a struggle from the. From I don't know if you guys look at, womb, look at from the womb to the tomb. Yeah. I don't know if you guys look at Sean's Instagram, Facebook, whatever. They're all cute as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's bananas. They're adorable. Like, Mixed babies, fucking, fucking all day. They're adorable. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's, it's fucking, just it's, it's retarded. Fucking, it's stupid yeah. that it's something that like I know it's I'm always conscious mm. of. Yeah. Because I'm as a teacher, mm. but like it just fucking makes my skin crawl to see like a fucking fifty-five-year-old man talk about how pretty. Yeah. This like, and I'm like, why the fuck are we talking about this? But it's not yeah. matter, you know. Like mm. she's a great. I like her because she's a fucking straight A student. That's all I really care about. If, uh, but it's like it's in it's in media, it's in like our day to day lives. It's, it's in, in magazines. With, it's everything. with, with like, race, everything is all about like character, not what you look like. It's all about character and how much effort you put into things. Mm. And that's what people it takes society like a bigger person to realize that not what you look like, what you do really matters. I mean it. It definitely starts with, like, education with your kids, right? So I think if you have a son, I think feminism feminism starts with that. So, like, I don't mean to bring up feminism, but I'm just saying, like... I was thinking this would a great conversation. We've been talking for a while about feminism, so this is good. I'm just saying, I, I mean, feminism doesn't exclude males. So if you have, like, a male like a son, you have to teach them about like consent. You have to teach them about like rights of women. You have to teach them about like mm-hmm. what women go through. Like it's But also teach them how male the male hierarchy and the male privilege right. in toxic max masculinity hurts them too. Mm-hmm. How they're not allowed to express themselves the way you are and out of the t- like we joke about it in my class all the time. They're always like, Yeah, angry white men. I'm like, yeah, because they're it's like a thing because like uh, they're Obama, taught not uh, to deal with their emotions. Uh, Obama actually had the, his far, farewell speech. Obama talked about this. He was like, "Don't look at that like thirty year old white guy that's distraught and like." But it's, it's not, not just white men. Like, it's no, like all saying, men like, across all saying, races. Right, right. But it's, you see, what I'm saying it's it's, it's men like it. in general. No, like when I go to work and I wear yeah. like pink and then like purple. Like, oh, that, that color looks really good on you. I'm like, it's just a color. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, See, maybe it does change look over good time. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. So, like, those things change. Like, a hundred years ago, because, yeah. like, pink was, like, we read we mm. read a thing from, like, Vanity Fair in, like, 19 fucking 10. And it's mm. like, pink is meant for men because it's loud and powerful. And, and blue is for women because it's a more calming, cool color. And then a hundred years later, other things have switched. It just shows you it's all fucking bullshit. Meant yeah. to market fucking well, shit. But I think like the summers. more like day to day like subtleties that we see too is like yeah. oh like little boys calling girls like pussies or sissies yeah. or whatever. And then like for a real life example that I had recently, like about three or four weeks ago, Caesar, your friend, I forget his name. I like Which was one? I don't know his name. I was like introduced to him, and he was like, "Oh, can you do a twirl for me?" And I was like, "What Absolutely the fuck?" Oh, that's probably that's probably happy feet. Yeah. yeah well. Like that's fucking like modern day like sexist shit that like guys don't realize that yeah. they're doing, yeah. but it's like sexist. I don't know. Bullshit. That's pretty fucking blatant. I it's was there blatant. when that happened, and I was, was like, "Happy feet, right?" Yeah. And I was yeah. like, "Hey, like, uh, I looked at you, and I was like, well, but you know, and like I hear what you're saying when you're saying it's pretty pretty blatant, but it's like you know, 
I don't know. Like, I mean, it is blatant in a sense. It's but it's like but we take, people said But like so him. many people take this kind of shit for granted. And so many like it's true, so easy true. for us to think about this. Like this is the like the number one that I th- think that I think it's like not just like teaching boys consent and not just doing X, Y and Z because those things are all very important. But also like checking ourselves like I think it's a priority. Number one, checking ourselves. And then also like understanding that like when we're like, oh, guys are sexist. Guys do this shit like like white people do like it, like any area where where it's like there's an oppressor and you're trying to be an ally and you're like, well, look at what all those other guys do. It's like, let's fucking roll the fuck back for a minute here, right? Real quick. If we like try to automatically like move all those people into the sphere of deviance so that we can say like, look at all the fucked up shit they do. Normal people don't do that. Just deviance. It's like, no, actually the plot twist is that normal people are sexist. Normal people are extremely racist assholes. When people are like, this is not my America. It's like, bitch, where? Like what the fuck are you talking about? Like we all have these America, biases. like yeah. America we all have these is not racist. My biases. America is not racist, and it's like so. Where the fuck have you been? Yeah, exactly. more than, yeah. Been more than like sixty-five percent of like rapes or sexual sexual assault happen to women yeah. from men that they know. Like it's yeah. not fucking strangers. It's yeah. not creeps. It's like men that they know, and men so who like, will then say after the yeah. fact whether it was a violent rape or something else. I mean, all rape is violent, by the way. But like whether it was like some like an intended like act of like just like being like murderously violently rapey or like you know there are lots of different manifestations of sexual assault and they all qualify but um no we i was talking about this earlier with a lady friend because she was like do like men not realize what rape is well and i was like it's because like it's played up in movies as like oh this woman gets chased down by a stranger in a fucking dark you know staircase it's not like your creepy dude takes advantage of you when you're drunk and forces himself upon you and like you are coerced into it because he's fucking stronger well, than and you. that's like something else that i think is important i mean god there's a million things that are important but like people don't even think of things like not giving full information as being an act of sexual assault people think that coercion is not an act of sexual assault it's like all of these all if, if there is any way at any point that you're using your power to either diminish or i mean to violate or diminish consent then you're fucking up buddy and it's like and you know and i I think that and I hate to say this and you know this is but this bears reflection is that I think most men and most men have moments like that where they diminish people's consent and where they diminish people's choice like ability to choose and it's like shit like that it's like before we start sitting in here and like being like or and I'm not talking about this room in particular but in general like when we're talking about how we can be like better allies and things like that we need to step away from this idea that this is like a deviance because it's not this is standard behavior it's no, everyday we, we said- shit Last week, we need to stop calling this behavior crazy mm-hmm. and recognize it that, like, we, we need to stop saying it's crazy because it happens all the time and everyone is affected by it. And everyone, to some extent, has these biases, has these thoughts, has these feelings. Mm-hmm. So if you if you call it crazy or you demon, like, like demonize it too much, you're just making it easier for people to ignore. If you called somebody a bitch recently, or if you call somebody like a pussy recently, like that's the, also the problem. Like yeah. that's part like, of the problem. Words, like, I mean, and I'll be the first to admit, like I fucking used to do that all the time. And there's someone in our lives who does it constantly. And like, we say stuff yeah. to this person and they like, I, now I'm a bitch. Cause like I'm saying something mm. about it. It's just like, why? Well, you know, what's the big deal? I'm like, 
you can't just not do it when there's girls around. Like, yeah. you know, like that's like people who fucking say nigger when there's no black people around. Like, oh, it's yeah. the Thank same. You. It's yeah. the same yeah, thing. Like, that, oh, 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 do you go on a date last night? Did you fuck that bitch? Did you fuck her? Did you fuck her? Like, like who the like, fuck talks like that? Like, why are you not, fucking talking walk like away, that? I'm walking away from you right now. I don't want to even answer your fucking question. Yeah, that's, that's fuck boy super, shit right there. Yeah. Like, it, you that's know, and like. Super lame. Just call it, like, a bitch or whatever. Like, oh, that bitch, that bitch, you get her number or whatever. You know what I mean? This is. Mm-hmm. What's her name? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I just want a, a girl one time to tell me to twirl for her. <laughs> <laughs> you want that? You'd be excited for yeah, that. Yeah, it, it never happens. You'd be flattered. I, bet. I feel yeah. I, look, I look good in a white tee sometimes. Motherfucker, watch this. Caesar, <laughs> that's because you've never been objectified before. And I want to be objectified really? sometimes. No, you don't. <laughs> you spoken like a true person in power. I bet the first yeah. time, second time, you'll be like, "Damn, so I, I, I did this last time." I look good in a white tee. Can some I give sneakers. you um, an example of objectification that I had experienced that was really bad? Yeah, so, all the time. So uh, Zephyr up in Lake Tahoe, when I was about twenty years old, Fourth uh, of July, mm-hmm. I was walking around the beach, and some guy had a camcorder. I'm, I'm that old. Had a camcorder, <laughs> walked up to me, grabbed my boob, what and walked away. Yeah, I wouldn't grab a boob then. Oh, would you? I want mean, but it's not like it's, it's just not you. just about you. Yeah, I mean, not to. No, no, but like I wouldn't. Like, huh? What if that happened to you? I've had. I don't know. I've I've been objectified before. The game. Well, it's not the same though. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's like that. It's totally not the same. It's not the same, but it's also not okay. And it's like you know, and this actually so. I don't know to if you'll have. Secular, I don't like know that. if you'll have an opportunity to have this discussion again. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, I've dropped the fucking bitch word a million times tonight, and I would never call somebody to the, like. I would never call somebody a bitch like in discussion, like in group uh, dynamics versus out group. Dynamics. But yeah, and it's like you know, I I call myself a fucking bitch all the time, whatever. Like, but I understand that that's problematic, you know, and like definitely but like the thing that i think that is super important and something that i try to check myself on a lot is just like coming from a queer perspective it's like i think too many people like too many gay men like this like boob grabbing incident that you're talking about who knows what that man's sexuality but it's like you know just in case anybody's listening you happen to be a queer man and you think that it's perfectly acceptable for you to do any of the following things calling women out of their name freely putting your hands on them fucking something taking delight in the conflicts of women doing things like that that's also misogyny you don't get to fucking just right. do that freely like yeah, i mean you do because you're like, a man but that intersectionality you, yeah it's intersectional yeah definitely and it's like and if you do those things but then you turn around and somebody calls you a faggot or something like that and you see one thing is problematic and the other thing is not problematic you're a fucking asshole fucking up it's i like, mean you're a fucking asshole whether you take offense or not it's but like solange says mm-hmm. don't touch my hair mm-hmm. also don't touch my boobs yeah yeah i think that's a good place to uh to stop yeah <laughs> this is uh this is fun this has been a great i think it's been <laughs> a really good really conversation yeah. look back 2017 like this is no, this no, conversation represents yeah. what happened in 2017 yeah so um i guess we're just gonna end right it's been almost two we're at two hours in yeah oh yeah we're over two hours now but uh monica money love um your outro social media whatever you want to lay out there into the world um monica x thompson at instagram um that's me that's it that's all i got thank you guys for joining us tonight thanks for yeah it's been a good conversation uh, and then Evan, if you want to lay anything out, um, you can find Look, me at um, yeah. So 
It was a pleasure to be here. You can find me at, mm-hmm. at Frank Friday on Twitter and you can find me at, at Evan Tyler on Instagram. And if you happen to find any other accounts associated with me, just go ahead and ignore those. <laughs> <laughs> do you got do you have any shows or anything? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't. When is this? Uh, this will be out next, like by Tuesday. Monday, oh, so Tuesday, I yeah. don't have any shows coming up before it comes out. But if you guys happen to come to headquarters in Reno, Nevada, um, go ahead and hit me up after and tell me what you thought of the show since we'll be having on New Year's Eve. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Sweet. All well, right, again, like, mm-hmm. we want to thank Monica and Evan for joining us this yeah, week. Beautiful, thank you guys. beautiful conversation. I love it. It really was. Like women and hip hop, I love that is yeah. very much. Or just hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop. Hello, people. I'm hip-hop. lost in the sauce, guys. I'm lost in the we're sauce. We're all lost. Yeah. You guys were talking. Just has his eyes closed for a little bit. And you guys were talking. Closed off. I was drinking closed earlier. All right. You had a good time. No, yeah. This is great. Mm-hmm. Well, Kevin, you want to plug the, your the, social media or anything? Yeah, this is uh, Kevin, aka Statman. I got like uh, Kevin Wolf on on uh, Facebook. That's all I got. See <laughs> Facebook? Yeah. So hit us up. And, at, uh, uh, seven out. Seven out. That's not my Salute to seven out. Yeah. So hit us up. It's www.upinthemix.live. That is our website. And also Instagram. Also, it's the Instagram. Up in the Mix on Facebook. Check us out. Like. Subscribe. Do all the good stuff. You know, this is uh, also De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican, a.k.a. Ernesto, Capitulo, De La Foto. Coffee with a bad body, the gun on the outside. I don't really Ritual. Happy New Year's. Peace to 2017. Hello, 2018. We'll see you guys soon.